The following is a sports exclusive of KRKO AM This is the best of Snohomish County High School football on KRKO AM 1380 and FM 95.3. Everett's greatest hits, sports, and more. Week number 10 of the high school football season, and that means it's time for the Class 4A Quad District crossover game. It's the 10th week of the regular season. This is the round of 32. Lose tonight. Done for the year. Win tonight. The WIAA will seed you into the round of 16 and the state playoffs, which start next week. The Skyline Spartans have traveled north to meet the Glacier Peak Grizzlies. Tonight's game on KRKO AM 1380 and FM 95.3. Streaming live at krko.com and available anywhere on the KRKO app. Is sponsored tonight by Allstate Insurance Agent Brian Reed, by Dale Wagner Law Office, by GSR Rental in Monroe, Ace Hardware Stores in Lake Stevens, Everett, and Stanwood. Glass by Lund, the Snohomish County PUD, and by Erickson Furniture. We come to you live from Veterans Memorial Stadium in Snohomish. Hello, everybody. I'm Tom Lafferty with former Jackson coach Joel Vincent and Steve Willits on the sidelines. We're glad you're ready to spend at least a little bit of your Friday night with us for this game between the Spartans and the Grizzlies. Up until three years ago, we used to call this portion of the season the start of the road to the Tacoma Dome. Well, the Tacoma Dome doesn't factor into the equation anymore. The state championships are now contested in regular high school stadiums in the south end, so it's still, well, we'll call it the road to Pierce County. Here's what's coming up on this next half hour of our Friday Night West Coast Tonight pregame show. We're going to hear from both head coaches, Cam Elisera of Skyline and Shane Tech of Glacier Peak, plus a look at the other games happening tonight in and around Snohomish County and in the opening round of the playoffs. We'll get a weather update for tonight the weekend and a chance to hear the thoughts of Joel Vincent on this game. And we're going to go right now downstairs to Steve Willits with the coach of the Glacier Peak Grizzlies. Thank you very much. We're with Coach Shane Keck. Coach, big game playoffs tonight. This is a, a Skyline team. It's, it's Kinko and hate to say it like this, but historically Glacier Peak and Kingco don't necessarily mix in the playoffs. I think 0-8 or 0-9 career. What do you guys need to do to get the first victory tonight? I know, but we're 2-0 versus Kingco this year, so that's all I'm rolling with, baby. So, uh, you know, we got to play well. Uh, you know, we got to protect the football. You know, we got to convert in the red zone. Uh, don't give up the big play on defense. Kind of our basic, normal stuff that we ask our kids to do, and I think if we do that, we'll be in pretty good shape. I, I know you're not a moral victory kind of a guy, but last week against Lake Stevens, a six-point loss, back-and-forth game, could have gone either way. I've got to think at the very least it sent a note or a message to your own players that, hey, we can play with anyone on any given night. What were the takeaways from that game? Yeah, I think that for sure, you know, and I think that just, you know, as we're trying to grow the program is, hey, that's the gap, right? We're, we're closing the door, but, you know, we got the ball at the 50-yard line first and 10 uh, with three and a half minutes to go. We just need to go drive the ball down and win the game. And then we had another chance to get a stop on fourth and one, and we hit him in the backfield, and we don't get him tackled to get the ball back one more time. And so, you know, for us, it, it's, it's a lot of teaching you know a chance for our program to continue to grow and and, and and you know 
I think to keep our kids hungry and excited because they know we're right there and they know that we can play with anybody in the state potentially beat anybody in the state at this point. I was going to ask you earlier this week and didn't get a chance to. I know late in the week last week you were trying to kind of put together your own graphic, trying to figure out who you may or may not be playing. How close were you? Did you get Skyline on that graphic anywhere? And what are your thoughts about this team? They were, they were definitely in the four or five that we thought we could get matched up with. Um, the way that things, you know, they were going to potentially shake out. And, you know, sometimes you don't know, you know, what those meetings go like. But, you know, I think it, for me, it just kind of helps me give some peace of mind. Hopefully understand a little bit maybe who we might get. Um, and then kind of start to talk about, hey, where can we get filled? And who can we exchange with some of those? And, you know, in, in reference to this game tonight, I think it's awesome. You know, four of my really good close friends are on the staff. We coach together at Mercer Island. So kind of a fun uh, inner rivalry there. And then, you know, get a chance to play a historic program, a program that's had a ton of success and um, another Kinko school, which, you know, until this year we hadn't beat a Kinko school at all. And so um, for us, you know, we're just jacked up. Kids are fired up, chance ready to go, go move ourselves in the state playoffs. So we're, we're, we're ready to go. Okay, now i got to ask one more question because you just led me into it. Four former coaches that you used to work with at Mercer Island, who are they and what positions do they coach? So where should we be watching tonight? Yeah, so the running backs coach Ross Brunell uh, and I, and then Jason Bean uh, uh, coaches defense for them. I think he's coaching safeties. And then Justin Fisher also coaches coaches defense. Those three guys and a couple other buddies are good close friends of mine. So, yeah, real, real close ties between between me and a lot of their staff, so it's going to be a fun one for us. Hopefully you get bragging rights at the end of the night. Shane Keck, best of wish. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Appreciate everything you do upstairs. There you go. Thanks, Steve, with Shane Keck, head coach of the Glacier Peak Grizzlies. Glacier Peak enters the postseason with two losses during the regular season, but their RPI never really suffered because they lost to conceivably the best 3A team in Marysville Pilchuck, and last week they made it close, losing to number one Lake Stevens, 34 28. There were four lead changes in the third quarter alone last week. That game right here at Veterans Memorial Stadium. Only three lead games for the Grizzlies because their Wesco 4A game with Kamiak was scrubbed by COVID concerns at Kamiak High School. We'll keep an eye on running back Trey Lechner, tight end for Jensen, who wasn't really targeted much in last week's game. Jensen has already committed to play for Oregon State. Speaking of OSU, the aforementioned T.J. Crandall of Skyline and Trey Lechner both took recruiting trips on the same weekend to Corvallis back in mid-October. Glacier Peak has a number seven ranking in the state football RPI. If you're looking for the Ever Silver Tips game tonight, the Silver Tips and the Spokane Chiefs are playing over at the Spokane Arena. That game broadcast just up the dial on our sister station, Classic Country, KXA, 1520 AM and FM 101. The Silver Tips and the Spokane Chiefs play again tomorrow night in the Lilac City, and that game will be right back here on KRKO. Again, Silver Tips in Portland right now on Classic Country, KXA, 1520 and FM 101. The Skyline Spartans come in and compete in the very tough Kinko League, so... Coming into the round of 32 with a less than 500 record is not necessarily bad. Their four losses are to teams, actually five losses to teams that are also in the postseason play. The name you're going to hear probably a lot tonight is T.J. Crandall, without question the best athlete on the Skyline team, and the Paul Juniors amongst the best recruits in the state of Washington. Cam Elisera, the third-year head coach of the Spartans, he took over from Matt Taylor, who took over from Steve Gervais. We'll talk a little later about the uh, state championship history of Skyline. It's pretty unbelievable. Skyline comes into this game with a four-and-four record. They four-and-five record, excuse me. They didn't have a. They actually played Lincoln in week number two of the regular season. Sparty fresh off a 42-0 non-league win last week over Kent Lake in the state 4A football RPI. Skyline is ranked number 30. If you look for a great deal on a great meal, head to the Buzz Inn Steakhouse. Enjoy their signature breakfast Monday through Friday to 10. 
1030 for just 499. 12 locations to serve you, including the corner of Broadway and Pacific in downtown Everton, right here in Snohomish. We're going to hear from the head coach in just a couple of minutes of Cameron Elisera of the Skyline Spartans. When we come back, we'll bring Joel Vincent into the conversation. The Glacier Beat Grizzlies and the Skyline Spartans. We're ready for some football under the Friday night lights. You're listening to Western Conference Football. This is KRKO AM 1380 and FM 95.3 Everett's Greatest Hits, Sports and More. A new winter tradition coming soon to the Port of Everett, Pacific Ice. An open-air ice rink and place for the whole family to experience the magic of winter together. Tickets are now available for pre-order at PacificIce.com. Come join us this holiday season for ice skating, music, lights, hot chocolate, and family fun. For more information or to book your ticket, go to PacificIce.com. Join us at the ice. At Glass by Lund, if there's one thing they've learned over the past 40 years, it's that supporting the local community is very important. That's why they're huge supporters of Westco High School sports, especially this year. It doesn't matter when the season starts. It doesn't matter the score. Glass by Lund supports high school sports 100%. And if you need support with windows, shower doors, or skylights, residential or commercial, remember, since 1967, Glass by Lund has been here to serve in your community. To find out more, visit glassbylund.com. Let's go down and hear from the head coach of the Skyline Spartans with Steve Willits. It's Cameron Elisera. All right, we're with Cam Elisera right now. Coach, bringing your Skyline team up here north. First of all, Kingco, Westco, a lot different. I know obviously it's harder to compare and contrast sometimes because you don't see a lot of non-conference. What do you know about this team coming in? What have you seen from Glacier Peak on film? Uh, we actually saw them in camp in the summer, so we got a chance to go against them and watch them film. They're a big, well-coached team. Uh, I like how we match up against them. I like how we matched up in camp. Excited for the game tonight. Are you a type of a coach who, when you're going through camp in the summer months, do you watch teams thinking, hey, I've got to anticipate for anything, we could see them in the postseason? And do you take notes when you're playing games like that? Oh, absolutely. And we keep that film and we review it when it comes game time. So, yeah, it was great seeing them in camp, but teams improve, teams change over the course of the season. So we'll see what we have tonight. Very interesting to note that your team has lost and won every other game. You haven't had a two-game winning streak or a losing streak this year. Tell us a little bit about this team. What have you liked about your team so far this season, and what are you hoping they can continue to do to get you further into the uh, the playoff rounds? So the team we have right now, got a lot of guys that haven't played a ton of football because of the circumstances we had in the past couple years. So we got a nice combination of sophomores, juniors, and seniors, and it's been taking them throughout the season just to find themselves and what kind of team this is. But as we've gotten closer and closer to the end of the season, they've been starting to string together more of a full and complete game. So I'm excited for playoffs. They seem ready. They're starting to set. They established our identity midway through the season, and now they're really starting to show that off. Playing that Kinko schedule, does that get you ready for a, for a playoff run? Oh, absolutely. Kinko's a tough league. Uh, I like to think it's one of the tougher conferences in the state. Uh, we saw a lot of competition throughout the regular season, so we've been battle-tested. Uh, we've seen some tough teams, so I can think that we uh, there's nothing we haven't seen before. So finally, give us one or two keys to the game. What do you guys need to do tonight to get the victory? Uh, we've got to be able to move the ball on offense. I want to establish a little run game. Uh, defensively, I think if we can own the game in the box, that's something we're really looking forward to. Uh, so if we can really own the game in the box and move the ball on the ground on offense, that's going to be a key to victory. Coach, appreciate your time. Best of luck. Thank you. There you go. And we welcome you again back to Veterans Memorial Stadium here in Snohomish. We're counting down to the kickoff between the Lake Stevens Vikings and the Glacier Peak Grizzlies. The winner of this game will advance to the round of 16 next week. But unlike years past, a committee will seed the team rather than having the playoff destination predetermined. Our game tonight brought to you by McLean Insurance in Silver Lake. The Buzz Inn Steakhouse, Hat Trick Northwest, the law office of Russell and Hill, Mike Dixon, Farmers Insurance, 
screen printing Northwest and by hometown handyman. Before we get the thoughts of Coach Joel Vinson on this game, on last Monday night's edition of Prep Sports Weekly, we had a chance to get a preview of the Skyline Spartan from Cascadia Prep football guru Ryland Spencer. Here's that short preview. Skyline is not the team that, that everybody remembers. You know, the Jake Heapses and the Max Browns and the Nick Splendorios and the Cason Williams, the list goes on, right? They're not the same team that, that everybody's used to. Their head coach is uh, Cam Elisara, played at the University of Washington. They're still good. They're still a good football program and a good football team. team you're going to see out there is not going to be the team of high-flying, you know, what, what you're used to when you hear the name Skyline. They do still have a couple of really nice players. One of them, T.J. Crandall, is a kick returner. He's a wide receiver. He's a defensive back at the next level collegiately. He projects as a defensive back, and he is dynamic. The, the young man is kind of tall, slender, got real long arms. He can absolutely fly when he gets going. They're going to try to get him the ball, and I'm sure they're going to, if they can, they're going to try to run one back because that, that would make it even easier on them. So Coach Vincent, let's talk about the Skyline Spartan as Ryland mentioned. These are not the Spartans that won state titles in 2000, 2005, 2007, 2008, 2009, 2011 and 2012 if you're not counting that's seven of them. Second place in three of those three other years. So in the state championship game, 11 of 15 seasons and I know you ran into Skyline a couple times during your career with Jackson. Yeah, they definitely had a, a strong period of dominance uh, out there on the plateau and uh, they were kind of the program that everybody wanted to be, and Ryland mentioned a, a lot of those past players, you know, went on to, to collegiate careers. And, and um, They're on TV now. They're on TV. They host uh, radio shows on sports radio in Seattle. And uh, But, yeah, you know, it was also mentioned how just how tough the Kinko is, and, and I think I would be hard-pressed to pick a league in the 4A level top to bottom that is that is tougher than Kinko. I think the Kinko has been and in the past and is currently probably the deepest and best 4A conference in the state. Because they take their football serious. They take their football serious. Their junior programs are phenomenal. Um, uh, you know, every week uh, is a knockdown, drag out fight between these teams, which only uh, gets them uh, more prepared for games like tonight. Um, and so um, those premier teams come out of there for a reason. They're playing good football. Now let's talk about T.J. Crandall, who we mentioned, just a junior, scholarship offers and campus visits. He's put up some pretty good numbers. He might be the best athlete on the field in Snohomish tonight. Yeah, I'm really I'm really curious and interested. Besides Steve Willett, I'm sorry. Well, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, we've seen Steve run across the field. T.J. <laughs> might give him a run here. But, um, yeah, I mean, I'm looking at his stats right here, 30 receptions, 509 yards, eight touchdowns. Um, uh, Ryland mentioned in, the, in his clip about his return abilities, um, just kind of that all-around uh, – uh, player that can do a little bit of everything and do that little bit of everything really, really well. So I'm, I'm excited to see him play tonight. We've seen the Glacier Peak Grizzlies a couple times this year, including last week's loss to Lake Stevens. Tell me how the Grizzlies win this game and advance to the state playoff. First time, by the way, as a 4A team. Yeah, I find it interesting that uh, Coach uh, Elisar was talking about establishing the run because I was looking at their stats, and they, they, they rank uh, eighth out of nine teams in the, in the Kinko running the ball. But he says tonight that's really important for them. So I think a key, obviously, uh, based on what Coach Elisara says, is uh, Glacier Peak's going to have to be able to stop the run. I also think that they've got to mix it up in their pass defense schemes. I think um, one of the things you're going to do with those two games worth of film that you got right. prior to this game is you're going to say, what tendencies does Glacier Peak have? Well, if Glacier Peak's tendency has been to rush four on third and long, Maybe tonight's night you rush three and drop eight, or you bring five or six and go man. So kind of change things up, try to keep Skyline on their heels. 
uh, take away what they want to do and make them do things they don't want to do. you got to think that GP needs to find a way to get Cooper Jensen the ball on a consistent basis. Yeah, I mean, Cooper Jensen's got to be a weapon in this game, I think, for Glacier Peak ultimately to, to be successful and win this game. I, I hope they've uh, figured out some ways to get him a little bit more involved in the offense. But I think also um, uh, I would expect uh, Lechner and King, you know, the kind of the two-headed monster at running back. Right. Um, because also Skyline uh, ranks eighth against uh, uh, the rush uh, in rush defense in the King Coast. So I think if, if they can establish Lechner and King on the ground and then take some shots over the top with Cooper Jensen, that would be a good game plan. So Steve and I put our game picks in the newspaper each week. Here's your chance. I didn't pre-warn you. Here we go, off the cuff for the games tonight. Who do you got in the 3A? Bishop Blanchett at Marysville Pilchuck. Marysville Pilchuck. Stanwood at Lincoln. Lincoln. Ferndale at Garfield. Ooh. <laughs> this Fern- is not quite as easy, is Ferndale. it? Ferndale. Okay. Snohomish at Rainier Beach. Beach. Auburn Mountain View at Arlington. Arlington. Edmonds Woodway Peninsula. Peninsula. Monroe at Lakes. Lakes. Okay, the three 4A teams. Kamiak at Skyview. Skyview. Emerald Ridge at Lake Stevens. Lake Stevens. Now our game tonight, Skyline Glacier Peak. Glacier Peak. Coach's Keys of the Game brought to you by the Lake Stevens, Everett, and Stanwood Ace Hardware stores. Ace is the place with a helpful hardware, folks. Stop by and visit Greg and Christine Eagle. He didn't know we were doing that. Greg and Christine Eagle no at the Lake Stevens Ace Hardware store at the Lake Stevens Marketplace, the Everett Ace Hardware store in the Claremont Village Shopping Center, and their newest location in the Hagen Shopping Center in Stanwood. When we come back, we'll take a look at tonight's and tomorrow night's scores and schedules, plus a weather update for tonight's high school football game. It's Glacier Peak and Skyline right here at Everett's Greatest Hits, KRKO. Mike Dixon with Farmers Insurance knows that good coverage counts. Whether you're running through the defense to the end zone, finding a good position for the game-winning three-pointer, or if the neighbors need to refine their fastball. And here comes the pitch. Oh, sorry. Coverage is important. Call Mike Dixon to find out what coverage is best for you, and pretty soon you'll be Stixon with Dixon. That's Mike Dixon with Farmers Insurance in Old Town Muggleteo. Call 425-375-0860 today because coverage counts. Fix and flip projects are important for improving all types of communities. But to succeed, you need a partner that understands what a property flipper really needs. Trust New Horizon Capital Funding, based right here in Bothell, but with access to lenders all over the country. With fast financing for a fast-paced real estate market, fix and flip loans can provide the cash you need to grow your real estate portfolio and quickly take advantage of real estate project opportunities just over the New Horizon. Start your fix and flip project with New Horizon Capital Funding and get your money in as little as 10 days. Contact us today at newhorizoncapitalfunding.com. Well, hi there, Tim Hunter with my friend Cherie from Axis Roof and Gutter. And Cherie, I heard that the name of the company had to do with your husband's softball team. Yeah, Casey played on a softball team and there was a team that they couldn't beat called Axis. Ah. And so that's how Casey came up with the name of our company. Okay, so Axis Roof and Gutter is unbeatable when it comes to roofs, gutters, siding, windows. But you guys are also a family business. How does that make you different from everyone else out there? When you're a family-run company, the people you hire becomes your family as well. And you may be saying, okay, well, they're way up in Arlington. They won't come my way. Yes, they will. In fact, uh, you came down to my home in Seattle, Cherie, and put in new gutters for me. Well, not you, but your crew. Tim, you're one of our favorite customers. Don't stop there. Keep going. (laughs) (laughs) Axis Roof and Gutter. Look for the valuable Valpac coupon in your mail. Visit AxisRoofAndGutter.com. 
Welcome back to Veterans Memorial Stadium in Snohomish where we're counting down to the kickoff between the Glacier Peak Grizzlies and the Skyline Spartans. Stay with us for our post-game show today. We'll name the Bearcale Radio Sports All-State Good Hands Player of the Game. Presented by All-State Insurance agent Brian Reed. We'll talk to him on the field and he'll be presented with a sweatshirt from Screen Printing Northwest. One more reminder, the Ever Silvertip Spokane Chiefs are playing tonight. The pregame show is underway on Classic Country 1520 KXA and FM 101. So the Silvertips and the Chiefs tonight on Classic Country KXA. Earlier I mentioned that the Tacoma Dome is no longer used for high school football state championship, which is a good thing, by the way. The 4A and 1B state title games will be at Mount Tahoma High School Stadium in Tacoma. The 3A and 4A will be at Spark Stadium in Puyallup. And the 1A and 2B will take place at Harry Lang Stadium in Lakewood. All those games will be on Saturday, December 4th. Right now, let's get a pinpoint weather forecast from Caracchio's Chief Meteorologist, Tornado Ted Beater, for this 10th weekend of high school football in Western Washington. Well, the weather for tonight's game at Veterans Memorial Stadium looks to be pretty good, but chilly. Expect partly cloudy skies with the possibility of a passing shower. The kickoff temperature will be right around 46 degrees and drop to near 42 by the final buzzer. Southeast winds up to 10 miles per hour will ease through the contest. Looking ahead for the weekend, rain returns tomorrow, turning to showers tomorrow night into Sunday. Highs both days will be right around 50 degrees. And if you have plans heading into the Cascades, expect a snow level right around 3,000 feet. I'm North Sound Meteorologist Ted Wiener. The Wesco Tonight pregame show continues after this timeout. At Erickson Furniture, we've been bringing our customers affordable home furnishings for 109 years. Wow, that's a pretty big deal. So to say thank you for supporting us all these years, Erickson Furniture is holding a big anniversary sale with our lowest prices, zero interest financing for 12 months, plus a chance to win a cozy Lazy Boy Rocker Recliner. Don't miss the 109th anniversary sale going on now at Erickson Furniture, 2015 Broadway in Everett and online at ericksonfurniture.com. If you're looking for a place that prints anything for any team, the place to go is Screen Printing Northwest on Colby Avenue in downtown Everett. They're the local experts for custom screen printing and embroidery. Hats, t-shirts, sweatshirts, coats, you name it, they can do it. Screen Printing Northwest has been locally owned since 1996, and they're the official screen printer of this radio station. Screen Printing Northwest, 2526 Colby Avenue, just north of Everett Avenue in downtown Everett. Go Cougs! All right, guys, bring it on in. Now, this is football, men, and there are two things I want you to remember. First, you have to hit hard to make varsity. And second, you need those big earth movers up front. And speaking of big earth movers, GSR Reynolds in Monroe has a huge selection of earth movers and earth moving accessories. Plus, big equipment to get the job done. And for our big victory celebration, GSR Reynolds also has big selections of tables and chairs, everything you need for a party. That's right, go get them, boys. For more information, go to GSRRentals.com. Ace Hardware is a helpful place with prompt, friendly service, knowledge, and the little things that make a big difference. Service. Selection. Advice. Community involvement. Competitive prices. Convenience. Located near you. And the things you need, such as... House keys. Lawn and garden. Plumbing. Electrical. Hardware. Grills. Outdoor living supplies. And even nuts and bolts. When you visit Ace Hardware, you'll be greeted at the door and given the help you need. So come visit us at Ace Hardware in Evergreen Way in Everett, Lake Stevens, and now Stanwood. Ace is the place Let's talk websites and podcasts. We invite everybody to listen to our Prep Sports Weekly Show every Monday night at 7 o'clock. 
on KRKO Radio AM 1380, FM 95.3. You can also listen to the show after it's over as a podcast at krko.com. Plus, tonight's game will be available in its entirety on KRKO. So here are the other playoff games going on tonight and tomorrow. In the 4A, our game here, Skyline and Glacier Peak, Emerald Ridge plays at Lake Stevens tomorrow afternoon at 2 o'clock. Kamiak plays Skyview at the Kiggins Bowl down in Vancouver at 1 o'clock tomorrow as well. In the 3A quad district tonight, Bishop Blanchett is at Marysville. Pilchuck, Auburn Mountain View is playing at Arlington this evening. Stanwood is playing down at Lincoln at the Lincoln Bowl. And then tomorrow's games, Edmonds Woodway at Peninsula, that's tomorrow at 7 o'clock. Ferndale at Garfield at Seattle Memorial Stadium tomorrow afternoon at 2 o'clock. In fact, it's a doubleheader because at 5 o'clock, the Snohomish Panthers and the Rainier Beach Vikings will play also at Seattle Memorial Stadium. Monroe travels tomorrow, 2 o'clock game at Harry Lang Stadium in Lakewood to take on the Lakes Lancers. Coming up next, tonight's opening kickoff and game action, the Glacier Beach Grizzlies host the Skyline Spartans in the Class 4A Quad District crossover game. We're live from Veterans Memorial Stadium. You're listening to Snohomish County Western Conference football action on KRKO. Supporting the community, it's important now more than ever. That's why the law offices of Dale Wagner and Stanwood proudly supports local high school sports. Since 2005, the team at the law offices of Dale Wagner have been helping their local community with their disability and workman's compensation claims. So if you've been injured on the job in Island, Skagit, or Snohomish County and need help getting the benefits you deserve, look no further than the disability and workman's compensation attorney team at the law offices of Dale Wagner and Stanwood. To find out more, go to dalewagnerlaw.com and go Spartans. If you've got a team of item hunters ready, willing, and able to help you find that elusive special gift at Odyssey 2. Looking for a special coin or mint coin set? Can't find that ideal jewelry piece for a perfect gift? Struggling to find a specific firearm or ammo you need? Completing that reenactment uniform and need one more item? Odyssey 2 has the Go and Get program, designed for the collector who doesn't have time or the resources to track down those special items. The team at Odyssey will go the extra mile for you. They'll even go find the items you need. All you have to do is reach out. The Go Get program at Odyssey 2, Evergreen Way and Ever, or online odyssey-2.com. There has never been a better time to remodel a home. Interest rates are low and our new Abbey Van Dam Carpet and More showroom is open with an enormous selection of carpet, flooring, window treatments, and countertops in a level of quality you won't find at any big box store. And we're local. Your safety and savings are the highest priority and our precautionary measures include social distancing and proper cleaning methods for each customer. Right now, get 10% off hardwood, 15% off laminate, 25% off window coverings, and free and installation on Karistan carpets. Our professionals can come safely to your home and measure for a free estimate and consultation. Open Monday through Friday 9 to 5 and Saturday 10 to 3. See the selections online at abbyvandamcarpet.com. Abby Van Dam Carpet and more in Marysville, installing homeowner happiness since 1958. Abby Carpet Stores, no better place to buy your floors. You'll love Abby Carpet and Floors. The following is a sports exclusive of KRKO AM 1380 and FM 95.3. This is KRKO Everett. than a half a century, KRKO Radio has brought you the best of Snohomish County High School football. 
the tradition continues. First down, 31 yards to go for Arlington. Shotgun snap, no back. He'll throw it, it's going to be complete. He gets up from the back. Kate Younger, 30, 25, 20. We'll take it all back. It's nine, says Kate Younger. Touchdown, Arlington. Shotgun snapper for Goso. Throws it left hand side. 20, 25, 30. Running with the field He's on the 40. At the 50. That's late. At the 40. At the 30. Up the left hand side. 81 yards. Touchdown, Monroe. With a shotgun snap on the third and two. Take it away from the first man. I was just going to say, Everett doesn't have a free Gardoski. Gardoski heads at the 30. At the 20. Gardoski in the end zone. Touchdown. Griffin Gardoski, 68 yards, touchdown, Arlington. He's been kind of silent tonight, but Griffin Gardoski says, give me the ball and I'll get you six. That's Mayahi at the 30, 35 at the 40, at the 45 at the 50, still on his feet. Big chase at the 40, he's at the 30, looking back to the defender at the 10, the 5, touchdown, Netherdale. 80 yards, Mayahi, touchdown, Maverick. We are the station of record and the home of legends. Over the air at 1380 AM and FM 95.3. Streaming live at KRKO.com. And available anywhere on the KRKO app. Novak drops back to pass. Lost one to the corner of the end zone. Sukalis goes up and gets it. Touchdown, Arlington, to Michael Sukalis, who just goes up and gets the football. Hand off Carson inside in Hill Rush. 40. He's at the 50. He's at the 40. See you later. Reservations for six. Ten, five. Touchdown, Marysville Pilchuck. He's <laughs> This is the best of Snohomish County High School football on KRKO AM 1380 and FM 95.3. Everett's greatest hits, sports, and more. And the KRKL 1380 and FM 95.3 broadcast team comes to you live from Veterans Memorial Stadium in Snohomish for this Class 4A quad district football game between the Skyline Spartans of the Kinko League and the Glacier Peak Grizzlies from the Western Conference. Tonight's game on KRKO, streaming live at krko.com and available on the KRKO app, is sponsored in part by Allstate Insurance Agent Brian Reed, Erickson Furniture, the Snohomish County PUD, Dale Wagner Law Office, GSR Rental of Monroe, Glass by Lund, Ace Hardware Stores and Lake Stevens, Everett and Stanwood. Also brought to you by Hometown Handyman, Screen Printing Northwest, Mike Dixon, Farmers Insurance, the Law Office of Russell and Hill, McLean Insurance in Silver Lake, the Buzz in Steakhouse, and Hat Trick Northwest. With Joel Vincent and Steve Willett, I'm Tom Lafferty. Our spotters, Alex Clausius. Our statistician is Buddy Patrick. And our network producer this evening is Brandon Hamilton. We've also dispatched Tornado Ted Beener to Marysville tonight for the game between the Marysville Pilcher Tomahawks and the Bishop Blanchett Braves. And Coach Vincent, we're ready for some high school football. Yeah, this is that time of game where the adrenaline's pumping. These kids are ready to roll. Uh, they've been waiting all day for this. Uh, makes for a long day at school while you're waiting for all this to happen. But uh, the lights are on and we're teeing it up. And Steve Willets, we've got a break in the weather. It's dry down there. Dry, but a little bit on the chilly side. I don't really feel it because I'm well bundled, but I know the, the officials a few minutes ago were already complaining. In fact, the, uh, the head official tonight, Steve Jensen, said, I might have to head up to the booth and hang out with Lafferty tonight. There's plenty of room. Come on up, come on up just bring snacks. You tell him that. Bring snacks. 
So here we go, ready to go. Skyline will be kicking off. Spencer King to tee it up on the 40-yard line. Two guys back for Glacier Peak. Glacier Peak in the blue, the white jerseys of Skyline, the Spartans from the King Cole League, and the Glacier Peak Grizzlies from the Western Conference. We're ready to go. Here's the approach by King. Kind of a low-line drive case can be fielded and then dropped at the two-yard line to the 5-10. Olsen, 15-20, stays on his feet all the way out to the 25-yard line. Tripped up, almost looked like he ran over his own guy, but tripped up as he gets out for a 23-yard return. Put him out at the 25-yard line, and it's first and 10 for Glacier Peak. Pretty Coach, good, pretty go good return there with yeah. a little bit of a mishandle, but uh, he got it out to the 25. Pretty good starting position here for the Grizzlies. And I'm going to start right away. This is an important series, I would think, for the Grizzlies. I think so. I think uh, whatever it is that you've practiced all week that you think is going to be your go-to stuff, you're going to try it out right here and see where you're at. And then you're going to base your future adjustments the rest of the game on what you see in this opening series. River Lean is the quarterback, a six foot, 205-pound junior, stands in the shotgun. He puts Lechner in motion out of the backfield. He'll set up as a slot man to the left. Shotgun snap, back to pass. Steps up, goes down, right down the middle. He's got a man there. That's Claps who can't make the catch. He turned around to come back to get it, and he had it at the 40-yard line and dropped the football. Incomplete pass. Yeah, the, uh, the Glacier Peak uh, coaches in the booth next to us are a little bit beside themselves there on that one. Uh, he couldn't be more open, and uh, River put Riverlean puts that ball right on him. But uh, what a good start. They run uh, all verticals there in motion to empty, and Skyline doesn't really adjust, so they got what they wanted. They just weren't able to finish. Boy, that makes Skyline think, though, doesn't it, defensively? Yeah, well, now they've got three guys deep, four. Here we go. Double wideouts to the left again. This time, though, Lechner stays in the backfield. They'll put a man in motion through the formation. Same guy. That's Claps. They'll give it to Lechner, though. They'll run the football around the left-hand side, looking for an opening up field. Still running laterally. Hasn't gone up the field yet, and no gain on the play. Ran a long way, went all the way out to the left side, and then is dropped for no gain. And it's J.T. Weir in on the tackle for Skyline. Third and ten coming up here for the Glacier Peak Grizzlies. Great job by Skyline there, just stringing the play out, stringing the play out, not letting uh, Lechner put his foot in the ground and go north-south, and, and uh, just strung it out all the way to the sideline. You gotta think that he is gotta left. You gotta go to the air here. Third down and ten. Give it to Claps. He'll run. Tripped up and dropped. Looked like he, he he dropped the football. I do believe. All the skyline people are pointing like they have the ball, but I think Steve Jensen just pointed out said no, he was down before the ball came out. It's still gonna be a loss of one, and it still brings up fourth down. But very lucky right there, he dropped the football. Yeah, and uh, linebacker Hunter Hunter uh, Neal there for skyline kind of shoots that gap and gets a hold of that jet sweep before it really gets a chance to get going. Crandall's the dangerous one. He's deep to receive. He's got three return touchdowns this year off of kickoff and punt returns two and one game here is a snap back the kick is away with the left-footed kicker kind of short he's going to bounce at the 50 and then go out of bounds on the near side so that'll give skyline the short field not a very auspicious start here for glacier peak offensively coach no not what they wanted to see there and and it wasn't for uh stuff not being there that first play was there they just got to uh uh, finish that play. We got to make that. Play. He's got to make that catch, and then uh, they'd be off to the races. But that didn't happen, and uh, we'll see what Skyline opens up with here on offense. We're we're gonna get Steve to take a look. We think Cooper Jensen's in a sweatshirt down on the uh, field, yeah, he and with no helmet. Yeah, he appears to be in street clothes. 
He was out playing catch though before the game from the 49 yard line. First and 10 for Skyline. Trip set to the right. They'll go with a running play and give it right straight up the middle. Robson, oh, oh Bronson Terpstra. Bronson Terpstra is the running back there. A two yard gain. Put him into plus part of the field down to the 49 yard line of Glacier Peak. They go with a kind of a semi-huddle, but the wide receivers don't join them. They're out to the far side looking over, getting the play signaled in. It's second down, eight yards to go at the 49-yard line of GP. We're scoreless here in the first quarter, 9.48 to play in the first. Shotgun here for Joaquin Valdez as a quarterback. He'll give it on the running play. Tripster again will carry, carry a couple of guys with him, kind of fighting for yardage across the 45 they're going to give him three yards, put him just shy of the 45-yard line. We'll bring up now third down and about four yards to go here for the Skyline Spartans. Not too surprised with the first two opening plays with Coach El- with what Coach Elisara was telling Steve here in the pregame that they want to establish the run. Uh, first two plays out of the game are run plays. Third down. If you hear things in the background, that's not any of us. Third down, four yards to go from the 45-yard line. Throw the pass. Tipped up in the air. Intercepted, I think, but I think it bounced. I think it bounced, and he played the carom off the AstroTurf. Very, very close. No, they're going to give it to him. I'm looking at the replay here. You know, the uh, side judge pointed, and then now the officials are still meeting. And now they're going to say, nope, Steve Jensen says, yes, sir, it is. And it is a turnover. Torrey Watkins with the interception there. Boy, he just barely got it before it hit the ground. And I think it was deflected at the line of scrimmage by uh, one of the Glacier Peak defensive linemen kind of batted that in the air to give him a chance to get underneath that. First and 10 from the 49-yard line now for Glacier Peak. They get a break here, and they've got the football from the 49, first and 10. River Lean, the quarterback, puts a man in motion. That's collapsed through the formation. Shotgun snap. Give it to Lechner. He'll carry the football. Nope, that door closed, so he's going to head out to the right-hand side. That door closed as well, and he's tripped up and brought down, I think, for maybe a loss of a yard here. Michael Roney in on the stop for the Skyline Spartans. Coach, nowhere to run there. No, again, uh, Skyline does a fantastic job just stringing that play out and making him run lateral to the line of scrimmage. There's nowhere really for him to turn vertical up the field there. And uh, uh, I'm pretty impressed so far with what I'm seeing. Coach Elisara talked about uh, box integrity uh, with his front seven, and so far he's getting that out of these front seven guys. Second down, 11 yards to go for the Grizzlies. Ball at the right hash mark, wide out to the left, one to the near side as well. They'll throw it near side. It's going to be complete at the 47-yard line. with the. F- that's Fullerton across the 50, and he's going to get about a five-yard gain down to the 47-yard line. Well, that'll bring up third down and about six yards to go now for the uh, Glacier Peak Grizzlies. Glacier Peak in their navy blue jerseys and pants, silver helmets, white numbers, moving from left to right here in this first quarter. 7.55 to go in the quarter and a 0-0 tie so far. Third down, six yards to go from the 47-yard line for the Grizzlies. River Lean in the shotgun. Here's the snap, drops back to pass. Now steps up in the pocket, has time, throws it downfield, incomplete. Watkins was the intended receiver over his fingertips and incomplete. Rolls up 
boy, that seemed to come come pretty quick. It's another fourth down coming up here for the Grizzlies. And that ball has uh, what we used to call that ball has some mustard on it. Uh, he, he, he fired that thing in there. Uh, probably needed a little bit more of a touch pass there. But uh, again, he's got receivers running open. They just got to make those connections. McAfee in to punt the football away. So they couldn't take advantage of the turnover of the interception, so McAfee will punt. Crandall and Weir are back there. It was a high snap. Gets his foot to it, kind of wobbly and short. It's going to be bounced at the 25-yard line, and it will be downed there right about the, see what they put it, about the 23. So it'll be first and 10 for the Skyline Spartans, and they'll start from their own 23-yard line with 7.27 to go here in the opening quarter. We're still scoreless between the Spartans and the Grizzlies. The referee tonight is Steve Jensen. The umpire is David Sather. The linesman, Brian Clute. The line judge is Don O'Neill. The back judge is Pat Seavers. So here come the uh, Skyline Spartans. Skyline in the white jerseys, white pants, white helmets, and very easy to read numbers, green numbers, green trim. In fact, they have what we call the TV numbers on the side on their shoulders as well. So first and 10 from the 23-yard line. Waiting for the snap, here it is. Valdez will hand off to J.T. Weir, and he's going to be met in the backfield and dropped there. He's going to lose about a yard. Michael Fant in on the stop here. That's going to lose a yard. It's going to bring up second down and 11 yards to go here for Skyline. Steve Willits, we may have a a 3-0 game and be done here in about an hour and a half. Yeah, so far so good. It's been a a defensive affair. You have the... uh, the feeling, though, that at some point here, one of these offenses is going to break off a big play. There have been a few close calls already. Second down, 11 yards to go from the 22-yard line for the Skyline Spartans. Joaquin Valdez drops back to pass. Has time. Lofts one over to the right-hand side. Crandall, it was the intended receiver. He fell down. Kind of got his feet tied up with one of the defenders downfield. Ashton Olsen was there stride for stride. Coach, but he fell down. Yeah, he fell down. Looking at the replay there, he might have got a little help. But uh, <laughs> nonetheless, it uh, falls to the turf harmlessly incomplete. And uh, Skyline's looking at a third and 11. Third down, 11 at the 22-yard line. Clock stops here with 6.39 to go in the scoreless first quarter. Win tonight, and you advance to the round of 16, and it's decided where you're slotted after tonight's game. That's supposed to happen by Sunday at about 1 o'clock. Third and 11. From the 22, shotgun snap, back to pass. Looking, Valdez throws, got a man incomplete though, right through his fingertips. No one can quite make the catch. JT Weir was the intended receiver, but he was heading out of bounds and the ball kind of skipped off his forearms. Incomplete pass, brings up fourth down again, and now Skyline will have to punt the football. Nobody can seem to make a catch tonight. No, but there's little battles being won and lost here, and and, uh, with a good punt return here, the field position battle could be won by Glacier Peak here. Maybe get it deep into uh, Skyline's end here. Spencer King will roll to the right and now kick the football. Kind of a low line drive. It's a good punt. It's going to bounce at the 40 at the 35 and then to the 36. So it'll be down to there and it'll be first and 10 for Glacier Peak. Their third possession here of this first quarter. They'll start from their own 36 yard line. Today's game brought to you in part by Mike Dixon Insurance. Coverage is important. Call Mike Dixon with Farmers Insurance to find out what coverage is best for you. Pretty soon you'll be Stixon with Dixon. That's Mike Dixon with Farmers Insurance in Old Town, Muckleteal. Call 425-375-0860 today because 
coverage counts. First and 10 from the 36-yard line for Glacier Peak in the blue, moving from left to right. River Lean is the quarterback, standing at about the 30-yard line. They'll run the football, and that is King. King will carry, and he's going to be met with the same fate that Lechner was, too. They'll put him, stop him right at the 35-yard line. Well, one official on the far side is on the 35. Now he's going right back to the line of scrimmage, so it'll be no gain on the running play. Both teams are finding it tough sledding to run the football here early. See what happens here. That was Ryan King who carried that time. I'd like to see Glacier Peak go play action here. Um, that front seven of Skyline is really selling out to stop this run. And I think if you uh, go ball fake, play action, maybe you could hit something here. So from the 36-yard line, it's second down, 10 yards to go for Glacier Peak. Shotgun snap here for Lean, a little low. He's got a man coming right and behind him. King makes a catch out of the backfield at the 40, heads up field at 30, 45, and all the way out to the close to the 50-yard line. But they say he stepped out of bounds at the 48, but that's a, about a 12-yard gain, and that will be a first down for Glacier Peak. Let's go down to Steve, see if he found out anything, if he sees uh, Mr. Cooper Jensen down on the sideline. Yeah, we haven't found anything out. We probably won't until at least halftime, but certainly uh, Jensen not suited up tonight. Again, that's a, a very huge part of Glacier Peak's success this season. The young man who has already uh, agreed to play for Oregon State when he's done playing high school ball here, although he's only a junior. Yeah, he's standing right down here at the 30-yard line in the street close. First and 10 for Glacier Peak after the pass play. King will run the football. Heads up field. Nope, not going to happen. He's going to get a couple maybe. But, boy, that inside defensive line for the Skyline Spartans doing a heck of a job tonight so far. Yeah, they're getting great penetration, Tom, and the linebackers are running to their fits. And, boy, this is tough sledding for the run here for Glacier Peak early. Hunter Neal on the tackle, second down and eight yards to go, right on the 50-yard line, just about the center of the field. Five and a half minutes to play here in the first quarter. We are still scoreless in the round of 32 in the 4A playoffs. River Lean stands in the shotgun. Wide out split, actually two to the right. Take it away, play action, here it is. Dumps the screen, that's going to be King, who makes a catch at the 50, and then just kind of scampers forward for about a four-yard gain down to the 46-yard line. Actually give him officially a three-yard gain. That brings up now third and six coming up here for Glacier Peak. There was your play action, Coach. Yeah, it was play action screen, and uh, he didn't, you know, with the penetration by Skyline, he didn't even have as much time to kind of drop and let that set up as he wanted because he was under pressure so quickly there. So King comes off, and now they're going to stop play here for a moment while Steve Jensen. Looks like we have an equipment issue they're going to try to sort out down there. Today's game brought to you by GSR Reynolds and Monroe, serving East King and Southern Snohomish counties with quality party and equipment rentals. Go to GSR Reynolds. Com. There's the whistle. We're set to go. Third down, five yards to go for Glacier Peak from the 47-yard line of Skyline. Shotgun snap back for Lean. Throws it. It's going to be complete at the 40-yard line. That's going to be Sarzek who makes that catch. It's going to be an eight-yard gain. That's enough for a first down. Boy, he barely made that catch. He had to die for it. And we're seeing something here we haven't seen all game, which is back-to-back first downs. Yeah, he made that catch. and may have been tipped as well so from the 39 yard line now Glacier Peak a little bit of a drive here getting the play signaled in from the near sideline first and 10 from the 39 
for the Grizzlies. Finally up to the line of scrimmage they come. Riverlean, empty backfield, step forward, steps back. He's going to loft one down into the end zone, puts it down there, incomplete. Incomplete pass. Lechner was the intended receiver downfield in the end zone. And then Carter King in on the uh, coverage. And it was pretty good coverage downfield. They were stride for stride. Really, really good coverage there. And, and uh, Lechner's just not able to come up with that catch. Maybe if that ball's thrown out a little bit more in front of him, that might have a chance. But it was a little bit underthrown. And pretty good defense there by the Skyline defender, King. Brings up second down, 10 yards to go at the thirty-three-fifty-two 52 mark to play in this first quarter. Still scoreless between the Grizzlies and the Spartans. Grizzlies, again, playing without Cooper Jensen, who is on the sidelines in street clothes. So second down and 10. They put claps in motion. They'll throw it to him out to the right side. They threw a backwards pass. He made the catch. Then he got drilled, absolutely drilled by the defender. Michael Roney came through and just drilled him. It's going to be a loss of six yards on that pass play. Ouch. Yeah, Michael Roney had that thing dialed in. There was no fooling him on that. My ribs still hurt. Yeah, he broke on that right away. Claps had no chance there. So loss of six brings up third down. And 15, it's really more like 16 yards to go. Right at the 45-yard line, they need to get just about to the 29 for the first down. So third and long here for Glacier Beak. Ball the right hash. They've got double wideouts to the narrow side of the field, but now they put claps in motion. They'll set him up as a slot out to the left-hand side. As Lean stands in the shotgun, waiting for the snap, and here it comes. Got it. Fakes the handoff. Now rolls to the right. Still rolling. Still being chased. Now heads up field. Goes around a man at the 40. Now the 35. Heads in field at the 30. Now he's down to the 20. you got to be kidding me. He's down to the 15. Almost down. He's to the 10-yard line. Oh. 35 yards. Coach, how on earth did that happen? It's called making something out of nothing there. Uh, got some early pressure. Forced him out of the pocket. Just made a play with his feet. River Lean showing us he's a bit of an athlete as well as a, as a pretty good passer. <laughs> They're questioning whether or not he had stepped out of bounds, but we were watching, and he did not step out of bounds. But at the 30-yard line, he made a great move and headed right back into the field. So here we go, 2:26 to play, and now the deepest penetration of the game for either team. It's first down, goal to go at the nine-yard line for Glacier Peak after a stellar run by the quarterback Lean. He gets a shotgun snap here. They give it to King. King heads the right side at the 10. All the way down to the 5 to the 4-yard line. Carrying tacklers with him. That's a 6-yard gain for Ryan King. And quickly up to the line of scrimmage come the Glacier Peak Grizzlies. Actually, he was just going to get the football. So it's going to be second down, gold to go at the 4-yard line here for Glacier Peak. 10th play of this drive. And what I like about King's run there is there was no pitter-patter. He put his foot in the ground, and he just got going, got up through that hole, and, and uh, turned that into a pretty good game. So after the gain of six there, puts him at the four. It's second down, goal to go. Interesting here. Glacier Peak goes empty. Yeah, empty backfield here for the quarterback. Lean. They put a man in motion, fake it to him. He's going to run it himself up the middle, and he's going to lose a couple of yards. He tried to go for the quarterback sneak right straight up the middle, and Terpstra and Zasky are there. The law firm of Terpstra and Gasky will drop him for a loss of two. Brings up third down, goal to go at the six-yard line now for GP. 
one of the uh, keys to the game that Coach Keck talked about in, with Steve in the pregame was finishing in the red zone. So this is really uh, a critical third down here for the Glacier Peak Grizzlies. We're inside a minute to play in this first quarter. Still scoreless, but threatening here is Glacier Peak. Kind of taking their sweet time. They've taken about a five-and-a-half-minute drive here. They're still standing around. I'm. you got to think we're getting close to, oh, yeah. we're going to get a timeout called here. And so we're going to get a timeout called by the uh, Glacier Peak Grizzlies. We'll step aside with 38 seconds to go in a scoreless first quarter. The Grizzlies and the Spartans back with more here on KRKO. Locally owned, veteran owned. The hometown handyman is proud to support local sports. Student athletes are an inspiration to us all, playing for their community and their teammates, showing good sportsmanship and working hard in the classroom and in practice. The hometown handyman believes in hard work and integrity, supporting community, seniors, veterans, and first responders. If you've got items on your to-do list that need to be crossed off, go to hometownhandymanpnw.com and support local. Hometownhandymanpnw.com. Well, Coach Joel Vincent, it's only 22 minutes after 7 o'clock. Yeah, this, we're this, almost at the end of the quarter. This game is moving. <laughs> but, you know, both teams are really trying to establish the run, and, and when that's happening, both teams are running the ball, and most of the tackles are taking place in the field of play. That clock's not going to stop very much. Tell you what, that run by River Lean, holy smokes. Oh, that, that, that was highlight material. I'm sure that'll uh, go on to his huddle yeah. uh, that he'll be sending out. Um, pretty good athletic play by that young man. So third down, goal to go at the six-yard line now for the Glacier Peak Grizzlies. Can they end things here in the red zone? From the six-yard line, right hash mark. Lechner in the backfield. Lean waiting for the shotgun snap, and here it comes. Give it to Lechner. Lechner right straight up the middle. Then he bounces off one man, bounces off the second man, and down he will go for no gain. J.T. Weir leads the charge there for the Skyline Spartans defensively. You know, Lechner's a big back at 215, but he just can't get going. No. Everywhere he runs, there's a kind of a wall of guys, and he's forced to bounce. And when he bounces, there's just another Skyline defender there waiting for him. So Glacier Peak looks like they're going to, they will. They will send the kicker out there, Sam McAfee, going for a field goal here. Except I think it's going to happen on the other end of the field because we are now at the end of the quarter. After one quarter in the quad district playoff game, our score, the Glacier Peak Grizzlies, nothing. The Skyline Spartans, nothing. Back with a second quarter coming up next right here on KRKO. Birthdays, anniversaries, housewarming, and just because, gift-giving ideas are needed year-round. So trust the Crafty Bees in Edmonds and Everett. Handmade candles, jewelry, and keychains always hit the spot. CBD products, unpaper towels, and books from local authors are all unique gift ideas. But you've just got to come in and look for yourself. Local, creative, different gifts. The Crafty Bees on Ferdale in Edmonds and inside the Everett Mall. Now with Anne-Marie's Cupcakes in the mall, too. Search The Crafty Bees on Facebook for new ideas. The Washington Traffic Safety Commission would like to remind you that impaired driving causes more than 40% of all traffic fatalities in Washington State. This message was brought to you by Steve, who's heading your way in a Jeep. Today he nailed a job interview and can't wait to tell his wife and kids. Problem is, his tire just got nailed too. It's about to explode, causing him to briefly drift over into your lane. I'm sure Steve really hopes a few drinks you had after work don't slow your reaction time down too much. Please don't drink and drive. Get the message. So here we go, the second quarter of action. They're bringing the football, being run in by the, the umpire, David Sather. 
uh, the referees took their break on the far end of the field. I think, were they gathered around the Santa Cans down there? I, I don't know what they were doing down there. So you're, it, I, I should have been paying closer attention. Even Steve beat them down to the uh, other end of the field. Blazing speed. Yeah, that's right. I got, I've got 4-3 speed. That's just coming out of the blocks, though. <laughs> so here we go. Fourth down, and it's a field goal coming up here. Sam McAfee. They'll place it at the 13-yard line, a 23-yard field goal attempt from the left-hand hash mark. Waiting for the snap. Still waiting. Here it comes. The placement, the kick on the way. No, blocked. Blocked there. Now a return. Here comes Crandall. Crandall picks it up, and he's off to the races. 50, 40, 30, 20. Reservation for six. Touchdown, Skyline. We're thinking 92-yard return. Coach, stride for stride for stride, and then suddenly nobody nobody was around him. Yeah, you don't catch that. Um, we were talking about his uh, prowess in the return game earlier. Uh, that was just a big, long kickoff return right there where he didn't need a lot of blockers. Where he picked that up, uh, there was very few Scott, or Glacier Peak defenders between him and the goal line, and he just kicked in the Jets. He was gone. So we will get Spencer King to kick the extra point here. Boy, what a momentum turner there. Wow. From a almost automatic 23-yard field goal to a touchdown on the other side. Here's the addition of the extra point. It's up, and it is good by Spencer King. We'll step aside with 11 minutes and 45 seconds to play in the first half of action. First score goes to Skyline. They lead it 7-0 over Glacier Peak. Back with more after this timeout. Make comfort in your home personal with a Mitsubishi heating and cooling system from Genesis Refrigeration and HVAC. Now you can control comfort room by room. When it's 72 degrees in the family room, 68 in the bedroom, and off in the spare room, no problem. Mitsubishi heating and cooling systems are dramatically more efficient than other systems, and that means you save money. And Mitsubishi's air filtration system gives you cleaner, healthier air. No wonder it's the number one selling ductless brand in America. Visit Genesis Heating and AC online at GenesisHVACR.com. That's Genesis H. HVACR.com. So, Steve Willits, what did you see on that one? It was interesting because the ball actually bounced right in front of me. Crandall was lined up as the right corner. It wasn't as though he was in a great position. The ball was blocked by a couple of his players on the inside. It bounced out to the outside right along the sideline. And for a brief moment, it almost appeared as though players on both teams kind of froze as though it was an extra point and they didn't need to do anything with it. And Crandall kind of watched the ball leap right up into his chest and just said, okay, I'll take it if nobody else is going to. And next thing you know, he's running down the sideline. Coach, there's a reason why you have your really good players on special teams. Sure, absolutely. (laughs) Skyline coaches are geniuses. But that's, you know, it's situational awareness. These are young football players, but, you know, a field goal, unlike a PAT on a block, is live. And so uh, they know now. They do. Spencer King to kick it off. It's a 7 nothing lead for Skyline. We'll take a look at the scoring drive here in a moment. Here's the kick by King. It's going to drop at about the 5-yard line to the 10, to the 15. Russell on the return to the 20. Still carrying a couple of guys with him out to the 24, 25-yard line. Pretty good return there for Russell, and it'll be first and 10 for a shell shock. Now Glacier Peak Grizzlies, we go to Buddy Patrick with a look at that scoring drive. Not, not much of a drive. It was just Glacier Peak after six and a half minute dr- uh, drive of their own on 11 plays, and, uh, set for an easy 23-yard field goal. The Skyline had other plans, a 92-yard blocked field goal return by 
P.J. Crandall. Spencer King's kick was good. And with 11.45 to go in the second quarter, Skyline 7, Glacier Peak 0. That scoring recap brought to you by the Law Office of Russell and Hill. Proud sponsors of the Boy and Girl Athlete of the Month and Athletes of the Year program. Russell and Hill called 100-Laws, 0842. First and 10 for Glacier Peak from the 25-yard line. They go up to the line of scrimmage. They're ready to go. Now they'll stand up and get the play signaled in. Look at their wrist. Let's get the play. And here we go. River Lean empty backfield here. Double wideouts to the right. Actually, it wasn't empty backfield. Lechner was in the was behind the pole. I couldn't see him, but he has the football now, and he's going to carry forward for a couple of yards. That's about it out to the 27-yard line for Trey Lechner. This continues to be tough sledding for this Glacier Peak ground game, and uh, Lechner just hasn't been on court yet. They can't find a way to get him loose. Well, we mentioned in the pregame show, Skyline comes in with five losses. They're four and five. But their five losses, all those teams are playing tonight or tomorrow in the yeah, playoffs. Yeah, absolutely. There, there wasn't, uh, looking at their schedule, there wasn't an easy game on their schedule. No, they opened up with a loss to Puyallup, and they're one of the higher-ranked teams. Second down and eight yards to go. Motion man through the formation is collapsed. Back to pass is lean, throws it, incomplete. I think Watkins was the intended receiver, kind of skipped by him and fell harmlessly to the ground. So incomplete pass, stops the clock with 10.49 to play. The first half and a 7-0 lead for Skyline. Yeah, Lean, Lean is uh, is throwing the ball high here. Uh, he just needs to take a deep breath, calm down a little bit. He's got receivers open. Uh, he just needs to put it on. It's third down, eight yards to go for Glacier Peak. Grizzlies in their dark navy blue jerseys, blue pants, silver helmets, white numbers, moving from right to left. Lechner the backfield. Lean waiting for the shotgun snap. Here it is. Drops back. Looks. Flushed out of the pocket. Gets away from one man. Now he'll tuck the football. He'll run with it. Gets out to the 30. Out close to about the 34-yard line. He scrambled forward. Close to first down yardage, but he's going to come up short, I think, by about a yard. It's going to be a seven-yard gain. That brings up fourth down. That brings up a little interesting situation for head coach Shane Peck, coach. Fourth down, you going for it? I punt. I punt here, and I'll tell you why. Uh, Skyline hasn't done anything offensively to hurt you or scare you. Um, I, I wouldn't want to not make it here and give them uh, the ball in my own half. Um, if it were up to me, I'd probably punt here, but we're going to see what Glacier Peak does here on fourth down. River Lean in the shotgun, fourth down and a yard to go. The smack back to him. They give it to Lechner. He fights forward. He's not going to get it. He stretched the ball out. Skyline is saying that they have the football. No one in a striped shirt has indicated yet. They're going to put it right on the 35-yard line, and that's going to be a first down. That wasn't by much. Oh, man. We'll give him a one-yard gain. He stretched the ball out as he was going down, knowing he was very, very close to that line of scrimmage. But they give him the first down to the 35-yard line. It's first and ten for Glacier Peak. Let's go down to Steve. Yeah, and that was all Lecker on that first down. I don't know how well you guys can see it from up above there, but he ran right up the middle, put his helmet down into the chest of one of the defensive players who actually made his way through the line, and he actually overpowered him to get that first down. So first and 10 from the 35-yard line. Now empty backfield for Lean. They go with a strong set, everybody in close to the formation. Now a motion man through the formation. Lechner will carry it from the left wing position, but he's going to get nothing. 
He's going to get back to the line of scrimmage, and that is it. Ran a long way, kind of going on that sweep out to the right side, but nothing doing. Carter King comes up, makes a stop, and they're going to say, we're going to say no gain, right back to the 35-yard line. I'm pretty impressed with this Skyline defense and how they really force that ball sideline to sideline. Um, it's pretty impressive so far this game. There's just nowhere for Lechner to go, and it just forces him to bounce. And like I said, he's a big back. He's best when he's running straight ahead, and uh, he's kind of a slasher. Um, he's, and, you know, if Skyline continues to do this, this is going to be tough for Glacier Peak. Six carries for two yards for Trey Lechner so far in the game. Second down, 10 yards to go from the 35-yard line. He's in the backfield behind Lean, who drops back to pass. Now he rolls to the left, looking upfield, still rolling, still looking, and down he goes. It won't be a sack because he got some positive yardage. He gets out to the 37-yard line, so a gain of about three yards. Three yards, but I'll tell you what, there was nobody open downfield either. No, nobody open, and uh, Brighton Bunch for Skyline stayed home, and he was waiting for uh, Lean when he uh, was out of the pocket and uh, makes a good sure tackle. And Glacier Peak's looking at another third and long here. It's a boat race up in at Quilcita Stadium in Marysville. A minute 50 left in the first quarter. Marysville Pilchuck has a 27-0 lead over Bishop Blanchett. So, yeah, so that's that's going to be a uh, running clock game in the second half up at Quilcita Stadium. We will hear from Tornado Ted up there coming up at halftime. Third down, seven yards to go. Back to pass. Lean throws it. It's going to be Sarzak. Makes the catch. Trying to find his way through the defense. Can't do it. He's going to come up to about the about a six-yard gain. Needed seven for the first down. He gets to the 44-yard line. Coach, in for a penny, in for a pound, right? you got to go for it here, too. Yeah, I think if you're, if you're Coach Keck, you went for it before. I don't know why you wouldn't now. Sarzak with that catch. Got six, needed seven. They're coming up the line of scrimmage. It's fourth down and a yard to go. Last time it was River Lean who stretched the ball out. What will happen this time? Here we go. A five-minute drive here for GP. Down 7 nothing with 6.44 to go in the first half. From the 44-yard line, fourth down and a yard to go. Lechner in the backfield with Lean. Waiting for the shotgun snap. Here it is. They'll give it to Lechner. Heads to the left. And now he'll get the first down and more at the 50, at the 45, at the 40. Stiff arm is the man at the 35 and gets all the way down to his out of bounds inside the 35-yard line. Put him out of bounds at the 32. And that's the Trey Lechner we saw all year. Right? Uh, he hits that hole, puts his foot in the ground, decides which way he's going, not sideline to sideline. That's Glacier Peak's going to need to see a lot more of that. Jaden Claps came up and got right in the face of the side judge officials and said there was a face mask in there too, but they missed it. Back to pass on first and 10. Throw it to Lechner out of the backfield. Makes a catch at the 30. Spins down to the 25. Still running to the 21-yard line. Trey Lechner, he's kind of, they switched, they turned the uh, on switch on for uh, Trey Lechner. He's going to get a gain all the way down to the 21-yard line. Yeah, he's going to come off, take a little bit of a blow here after those two plays. we got Ryan King on now. So it's first and 10 at the 21-yard line. Glacier Peak trying to tie this one up. Tenth play of this drive from the 21-yard line. First and 10. Shotgun snap. Back to pass. Throwing. Lean into the end zone. Touchdown. Glacier Peak. Watkins went up and got it. Three defenders around him. That is a touchdown for the Grizzlies. Just a simple vertical route out of that inside receiver. 
Riverlean puts it right where he needs to, up and over the defender. And a great catch by Watkins. There were three defenders all over him. Yeah. Riverlean put that ball the only place it could be, and Watkins went up and got it. So waiting for the addition of the extra point to tie this ball game. I'm Sam McAbee. I'm, I'm curious, Tom, to see if Lake can uh, get this extra point uh, blocked up front. Make sure that this kicker can get it off. Waiting for the snap for McAfee's kick. The spot the kick is up and it is good. So with five minutes and 57 seconds, five minutes and 57 seconds to go here in the first half of action, our score, the Glacier Peak Grizzly 7, the Skyline Spartan 7. We'll be back with more right after this timeout. Mike Dixon with Farmers Insurance knows that good coverage counts. Whether you're running through the defense to the end zone, finding a good position for the game-winning three-pointer, or if the neighbors need to refine their fastball. And here comes the pitch. Oh, sorry. Coverage is important. Call Mike Dixon to find out what coverage is best for you. And pretty soon, you'll be Stixon with Dixon. That's Mike Dixon with Farmers Insurance in Old Town Local TO. Call 425-375-0860 today. Because coverage counts. 5.57 to go. First half of action here in Snohomish. For the Glacier Beat Grizzlies and the Stand, or the Standwood Spartans, no. How about the uh, Skyline Spartans are playing tonight? The Standwood Spartans lead the Lincoln Aves right now in the first quarter, 14-7. That game down in the 3A Quad District, down at the Lincoln Bowl in Tacoma. A couple other scores: Granite Falls leading Bellingham 19 to nothing in the second quarter. Marysville Getchell beat Jackson last night 33 to nothing. And up at Quill City Stadium, Marysville Pilchuck now 34. Bishop Blanchett, nothing. Was still not ending the first quarter up at Quilcita. Yeah, 34 points in the first quarter. That was off the clock a lot. Yeah. Here's a kind of a short end-over-end kick taken to the 25-yard line. Clark at the 30. Now heads back at the 35 at the 40. Little open field at the 50. Finally runs into a couple of guys at about the 40-yard line. Nice return there down to the 42-yard line. It'll be the short field coming up here for Skyline. It'll be first and 10 at the 42-yard line. Yeah, that's a matter of them kind of pooching that ball up in the air because they don't want to kick it deep to Crandall. Right. And it kind of backfires on them because they lose contain and, and leverage on the edge there. And uh, he, and he gets Aiden Clark gets up the sideline, puts a good return together. The first time that uh, Skyline still does not have a first down. Let's, Buddy Patrick, take a look at that scoring drive. Glacier Peak goes 75 yards from 10 plays, six on the ground, four through the air, taking 5:48 off of the clock. It was a 21-yard pass from River Lee to Corey Watkins. Sam McAfee's point after touchdown kick was good. It was 5:57 to go in the second quarter. It's Skyline seven, Glacier Peak seven. First and ten for Skyline. Yet to have a first down. And here's a shotgun snap back for Valdez. Throws it incomplete. Crandall was the intended receiver. Dropped the football. Really had it right in his hands, and he could not make that connection. It'll bring up second and ten coming up here. That scoring recap brought to you by Glass by Lund, family-owned and operated since 1967, offering the best price, value, and quality installation online at glassbylund.com. 5.45 to go. First half of action here in Snohomish. The Quad District playoffs. Skyline and Glacier Peak tied at 7. Second and 10. 41-yard line. Back to pass. Throws. Incomplete. Valdez's pass incomplete. And it was LaFleur who was the intended receiver. Grayson LaFleur. Oh, excuse me. He was in on the coverage. The intended receiver was J.P. Jones. So incomplete brings up 3rd and 10 for Skyline. 
Here they come up to the line of scrimmage with 5.42 to go in this first half, a 7-7 tie. Glacier Pinkling without Cooper Jensen. Trip set to the left. Actually, will put four out in the pattern. He'll throw the ball. It's going to be complete at about the 45 and falls forward to the 41. Aiden Clark made the catch. Loss of two on the play. Fourth down rolls up here for Skyline. They've yet to get a first down in this ball game. And they're not going to get one here as they're running their punt team out. So fourth down and 12 yards to go here for Skyline. Collapses back to receive Spencer King into kick it for Skyline. And here we go on a fourth down play. Snap back, the kick is away. Kind of a high floater. They're going to let it bounce at the 15, at the 10. And they're going to take a Skyline bounce. It'll be down at the 10-yard line. That's where Glacier Peak will put it to play first and 10 with 4.55 to play in this first half. So we'll see what Glacier Peak can do with this one. Well, there's no doubt they've just owned time of possession in this game. They yeah. Owned time of possession. Steve, you're laughing at Coach Vincent? Well, no, I'm laughing at the fact that it's true because if you think about it, and I don't know what the official number is, I don't think uh, Skyline's offense had been on the field for about 13 minutes up until that last one. Keep in mind, the Glacier Peak field goal that was blocked, that came off of like a 13 or 14 play drive, and then they put together another 14 play drive. First and 10, give it on the running play just to get some breathing room, but oh, no gain on the play. Lechner carried, not much running room there, but right back to the line of scrimmage brings up now second and 10 for Glacier Peak. And Tom, it looks like they're uh, uh, River Leans under center. They go double wing and that double tight end look that we saw last week against Lake Stevens, some old school football. So the line of scrimmage, they come again, again under center here for Lean. Yes, coach said, double tight ends. They'll run the football again. Power to the left. Lechner will carry. He gets to the 20. Lechner open field to the 25 and the 30. Still running at the 40. Sifem's a man at the 50. Still running at the 40. Still on his feet at the 30. Brought down from behind. And I think a horse yeah, collar there, too. Yeah, they brought him down from behind all the way down inside the 25-yard line. It was yeah. kind of a slow play developing from that power formation, but then, boom, off to the races he went. Yeah, and it, and it ends there with a little bit of desperation out of the skyline defender. Uh, he was going to do whatever he could. He was the last guy there to, to stop it. Unfortunately, he's going to get called for a horse collar tackle, and they're going to tack some yards on to the end of this. But, boy, what a couple of impressive stiff arms right there. Yeah, 62 Personal yards foul. on the play. Personal foul, horse collar against the Spartans. So that'll tack 15 yards onto the end. And now the chain gang's got to run about, well, they're going to run the 40. They're going to run two 40s is what they're going to run all the way down inside the 15-yard line. They're going to place the ball, I think, at about the 11. Yeah, we're going to have to wait because the, the chain crew doesn't run four or five 40s. No, no. So we saw them do this last week. With a lot Glacier of success, by the way. Yeah, now. yeah. That one whole series. back, we said that Dick Armstrong, whose uh, statues here on the grounds of the stadium, has a tear in his eye running as they run this power formation. First and 10 from the 11-yard line. Run the football. Uh, that's going to be Matt Lillich. Matt Lillich on the carry. First time we've called his name. Maybe all year. Yeah. It's all the way down to the one. It's going to be a 10-yard gain. So he got the first down. It was first and 10 at the 11. 
He gets 10 yards, so it's first down goal to go at the one-yard line now for the Grizzlies. It'll be interesting here. Their base play out of this is to toss it to one of the wings with River Lean lead blocking. So Lean will get it. We'll hand it right straight up the middle. Lillich into the end zone. Touchdown, Glacier Peak. Lillich right straight up the gut and into the end zone. Touchdown for the Grizzlies. I think if I'm Glacier Peak, I'm going to stay in that until they stop it. Yep. Uh, boy, that that was uh, that made that was made to look easy there. Kind of switching gears, going under center. They made that look pretty easy. I think I'd stay in that until uh, Skyline demonstrated to me that they can stop it. Sam McAfee to add the extra point here for the Grizzlies. And here comes the snap. Here it is. The placement, the kick is up, and it is good. So with three minutes and 25 seconds to go in the first half of action here in Snohomish, the Grizzlies 14, the Spartans 7. Back with more at Snohomish right after this timeout. Are you satisfied with your insurance and your agent? If not, may I suggest you make the switch with me, Stitch Mitchell, to McLean Insurance in Everett. I made the switch because I love to do business with good people and people that give back to their community too. And that's exactly what you'll find when working with McLean Insurance. From helping to stuff the bus to benefit kids in need to providing meals for the amazing kids at Cocoon House and so much more. For all of your auto, home, boat, and earthquake needs, see Claudia McLean and her team at McLean Insurance and online at autohomeboat.com. That's autohomeboat.com We do have an end of the first quarter score up at Quill City Stadium. It's not pretty. Bishop Blanchett comes up and Marysville Pilchuk hangs a 41 on him, coach. End of the first quarter. First quarter. Yeah, that's a long bus ride to take to, to go through a quarter like that. But, uh, we kind of figured Marysville Pilchuk would, would manhandle them a little bit based on what we've seen this year. Um, I'm not going to be at all surprised if uh, Marysville Pilchuk was goes deep into these state playoffs so in the 3a districts marysville pilchuck leading it over bishop blanchette and auburn mountain view is playing at arlington tonight as well stanwood leading lincoln 14 to 7 that is in the first quarter down at the lincoln bowl then everything else in the three a's is tomorrow edmonds woodway peninsula ferndale at garfield Monroe at Lakes and Snohomish at Rainier Beach in the three A's. Those are tomorrow. 3.25 to go here. Here's the kick. Kind of short and end over end again. Taking it at the 25-yard line. Clark at the 30, at the 35. Still running at the 40. Gets out to the 41-yard line, and that is where Skyline will put it in gear here at the 41. And, Coach, that's really what they got to do. they got to put it in gear if they want to stay in this ballgame. Well, uh, is this series number four for them, if I'm not mistaken? If they don't have a first down. I mean, I think they've run a total of, like, nine offensive plays in the first half. See what they can do. Let's go down to Steve. Yeah, and, I, Coach, I'd like to get your input on this. I guess when your offense is kind of stalling and you've got a kickoff returner who's returned three kickoffs this year, I guess you kind of just go ahead and go into the assumption that, hey, we'll give it to you past the 40 every time. Yeah, I mean, to them, this is a better alternative than putting it in the hands of Crandall. So from the 41-yard line, first and 10, Joaquin Valdez is the quarterback, throws it out to the left side to Clark, makes the catch. About a two-yard gain. They'll put him up to see what they stepped out of bounds at about the 43-yard line. They say he stayed in bounds, so it'll bring up second down and eight yards to go here for Skyline. You know, if you've got a guy like Crandall, coach, just feed him the ball, hand it to him. Yeah, I'd, if I'm Skyline, I'm trying to figure out ways that I can create touches for him in this offense. And so far, he hasn't, uh, I know he's been targeted a couple times, but um, he hasn't really been a weapon yet. Second out, eight yards to go from the 43-yard line. 
Shotgun snap for Valdez. Terpstra will carry it around the right-hand side. Almost tripped up. He finally does get hit at the 45-yard line. Michael Fant comes up and makes the stop. Gain of about two. Put him at the 45-yard line. And, uh, Mr. Claps came up and kind of cleaned that tackle up, too, after Mr. Fant had him tied up. So great pursuit defense out of Glacier Peak there. Uh, third and long here for Skyline. Uh, boy, what uh, Glacier Peak wouldn't give to uh, get the ball back here. One more possession. Third down, third down, six yards to go at the 45-yard line. Coming up at two minutes to play in the first half. Throws the ball incomplete. Crandall was the intended receiver, kind of threw it behind him. Crandall kind of looks at him and says, dude, you got to get it to me if you want me to do some magic. No magic there. Punting time now for Skyline. I, I think he's also saying, dude, I was only 12 yards away from you. You, you don't need to throw it that hard. Um, again, that, that ball was just zipped at close range. And, uh, you know, when you're that close and it's that fast, uh, you don't have a lot of reaction time. Not wearing a catcher's mask or a mitt either. So snap is back. Punt is away by Spencer King. Claps will fair catch it at the 26-yard line. Well, if you got your two minutes offense, Coach, let's do it. Minute 57 to go in the first half. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Um, according to the uh, score clock here, we've got two timeouts for Glacier Peak. I think I'd start in, in the uh, double tight, double wing, at least for the first couple of plays here, and then uh, see what you do, get that first first down, and then maybe go spread and get into your two-man offense. Let's go to Buddy Patrick's got some stats for us. Last three drives for Glacier Peak has totaled 14 minutes and 30 seconds. And they've got it here in the final minute 57 of this first half. So here we go to the line of scrimmage from the 27-yard line, first and 10 for the Grizzlies. And they're going to come out spread, Tom. So <laughs> Just exactly opposite of what, what I saw. Yeah. <laughs> Waiting for the uh, snap, shotgun snap, lean drops back. Sets up. No, he's going to he's gonna throw it. It's going to be incomplete. Incomplete pass as he was in the clutches of a defender. Hunter Neal was right there. Now, Lean has not had a lot of time in the pocket all game. Uh, Skyline is really effective in the pressure that they're bringing when they're in this base spread offense. So they'll bring up second and 10 after the incomplete pass from the 28-yard line. A 14-7 lead for Glacier Peak over Skyline. Minute 52 to go in the half. Riverlean gets a shotgun snap. Sets up, throws. Right side's got a man. It's going to be complete out at the 40-yard line. Oh, incomplete. Incomplete. Yeah, he didn't control the catch through the ground. I think is what we're going to see here. Okay, so the incomplete pass, Tory Watkins was the intended receiver. Yeah, could not... Didn't hold on to it. Yeah, through the through the catch. You couldn't complete the catch, I guess, is what we'd say in, in NFL terms. Yeah. Uh, had it all the way through uh, the catch, except when he hit the ground. It just kind of squirts out at the end. JT Weir on the coverage for Skyline. Brings up third and 10 at the 28. Oh, that hasn't taken much time. Minute 44 now. Play a couple of incomplete passes. Third down. And here is where, if you're Coach Keck, how much do you want to gamble, right? Do you want to just run it and punt the ball away, or are you going to really try to go out of your way and get well, this? Gone for it on fourth down twice in this game so far. Stepping up in the pocket here. Now being collapses and down it will go. The ball came out after he was down. Lean got tackled. It's going to be a five-yard gain, so no sack there. And 
Alex, he was being chased. He was being chased by Austin Sal. Austin Sal was there to chase him down. Brings a fourth down here. Okay, good. I was I was wondering why Skyline was letting time tick off the clock and not call a timeout. But they eventually got to it. Um, they're going to probably force Glacier Peak to punt the ball away with, here with a minute 22 to go. I, I, I would have thought they would have taken that timeout a little bit quicker. So that'll bring them down to two timeouts remaining. Let's go downstairs to Steve Bullock. Yeah, and you have to punt here, right, Coach? Because, I mean, I don't know how else to say this, but really, other than that one pass to Watkins for the touchdown, Lean has been a little inconsistent down the field tonight. I don't know that I want him throwing the ball from his own 33 on a fourth down and giving Spartans a short field with a minute 22 to go here with the way your defense has been playing with a seven-point lead. So I'd be shocked if they do anything but punt here. I'm in, I'm in total agreement, Steve. Their offense has not done anything tonight that just scared you in any way or threatened you in any way. You're playing great team defense. Um, I just don't think it's worth the gamble to go for it here on fourth down. But I'm seeing River Lee come out of the, out of the, the break, you know. <laughs> yeah. they, I, uh, so we'll see what they're going to do here. But, um, boy, this takes River Riverboat gambling to a whole new level, I think. Fourth down and about six of uh, a long five. We'll call it six yards to go. Motion man through the formation. Going forward on fourth down from the 32-yard line. Lean stands there in the pocket. They're standing like statues. Yeah, I think they're just trying to draw them off. And they're going to call a timeout. Okay. And I think Shane Kick, you know, you watch the NFL games on Sunday. They'll stand there for a long, long, long time. Not this one. I think Shane Kick So yeah, that's enough. I, we, I can't watch this anymore. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's by design. They're just hoping with that quick little motion they ran there that maybe somebody on that skyline team will uh, be a little antsy and jump off sides. And then, then you'd be looking at fourth and one, and maybe you do go for it. But they don't call for it, and now you're going to kick the ball away. So we have a question from the Well, class. I was get, actually, Joel kind of covered it there. Even if you get him to jump off sides, though, you're still looking at a right. fourth, fourth and one deep in your own territory, or at least in your own territory. And like I said, at this point, the way this game is going along, I think I'm content with a 14-7 to lead at the half if I feel like I can send my defense back down the field and put up one more stop here. Well, if you don't, if you don't remember, I was content at 7-7 seven to seven on fourth <laughs> and one. Fourth down here, they will punt the football. Sam McAfee to put his foot to it. Gets a good punt away. That'll drive Randall back. Crandall will grab it at the uh, brought down. Brought down for a loss on the return. Ryder Wilkinson put a star by that one. That was a nice play coach defensively downfield. Yeah, he, he's saying you might have taken a few to the house, but you're not doing it right now. Uh, that was that was a, a great open field tackle on a guy that is very difficult to tackle in the open field. So well done there uh, by uh, Ryder Wilkinson. The route is on up at Quill City Stadium in Marysville. 8.46 left to go in the first half, and Marysville Pilchuk now leads it 55 to nothing. Get the starters out. Give them a rest. Yep. Get on to next week. And they'll go running clock in the second half. We'll hear from Tornado Ted coming up at halftime, which is a minute 13 to go from here. And that brings up something we talked about before, Tom, is that now these young kids get some playoff time. Right. Yep, this is all extra time now. From the 24-yard line, reverse. first and 10, double reverse. Crandall will look to the left. I don't know if he's going to throw it or what. Now he tries to head up field, and this play is just going to blow up. It's going to blow up. It's going to be a loss. They're going to give him some progress. They're going to say that back of to about the 19-yard line. So it'll be a loss of five yards. Troxel in on the coverage there. Yeah, he was the first guy there, but... Uh, great discipline by the Glacier Peak defense, staying home. They didn't fall for the reverse, and now uh, Skyline's got second and long. 
Second down, 16 yards to go from the 19-yard line. Throw the pass. Going to be complete out the left flat. They're going to get back to about the original line of scrimmage, but he stays in bounds. Carter King made that catch. Now a timeout. Timeout called here by Skyline. They have one remaining now. Well, Joel Vincent, I think this is, you pull out all the stops on a play here. Don't you? Let's run something. Let's run some razzle-dazzle. Let's do double pass something. Uh, you, you know, I, what I've found in my experience is razzle-dazzle works best on, on downs where, where teams don't expect it, like a second and one or, you know, this is where, where if I'm the defensive coach for Glacier Peak, I'm saying, hey, we're stopping razzle-dazzle. Okay, I want you to check hook and ladder. Uh, double pass, all right? Everybody stay home. Uh, this is where you kind of expect it to happen. My experience is what those razzle-dazzle plays when they go, it's usually second and one. Uh, yeah. You know, you're in a favorable field position. They think you're just going to run the ball, get the first down, and then you, you hit them up top, or, or you reverse and counter them. Uh, that's usually when those uh, gadget plays go big. Here we go third down, 10 yards to go from the 24-yard line for Skyline. Down 14-7. Shotgun snap, sets up in the pocket. Now it's collapsing. He's running out to the left, looking upfield. Still looking, still looking. Now he'll run the football and go out of bounds. He's going to get about a five-yard gain. Actually, they say he stepped out of bounds at the 27-yard line. Good smart move there by Grayson LaFleur. Uh, uh, Valdez was uh, running up the sideline. Lafleur was sizing him up, and Lafleur or uh, Valdez decides he's going to go out of bounds, and Lafleur lays off. That's a good, smart play right yep. there. Yep. Or else they're throwing the flag. They're probably throwing the flag. They've got the first down, and now you're looking at some kind of hail mary situation. Maybe they can score at the end of the half. Here comes Spencer King to kick it. Rolls to the right, the rugby style. Puts his foot to it here. It's going to bounce at the 40. Then it hits a Glacier Peak player at the 40-yard line. It hit Olsen. And then it's turned right over to Skyline. They have it at the 40-yard line. High school football is an interesting game. <laughs> Steve, what did you see there? Uh, it looked like he just kicked. Yeah, like you said, it was a rugby kick. It bounced off of Olsen. And then Ben Bordeaux, number three, who was Johnny on the spot right next to him and recovered it right away. So Skyline says thank you very much. With one timeout remaining and 19 seconds to go in the first half, down by one score, 14-7 to Glacier Peak, and now they have it at the 42-yard line of GP. That was their best offensive play of the game. The first and 10. Still no first downs. Back to pass. Looking, looking. Throws. It's going to be complete at the 39-yard line. And now they're going to call their final timeout. JT Weir makes the catch across the 40. So they only got about a four-yard gain, down to 11 seconds to go. LaFleur comes up, makes the tackle. They use their final timeout with 11 seconds to go in the first half. So JT Weir on the catch. Gain of about three. Brings up second and seven here. So let's talk about what's going on in these two respective huddles. Let's do it. Skyline's going to talk about what they're going to run. You might see gadget play here, hook and ladder, something like that here. Or you might just get that green route. Everybody's running verticals and see Valdez throw it up. Maybe something can happen past the appearance, maybe. Over here on the Glacier Peak side, you're reminding your guys, especially your guys in secondary, be the deepest guy in your area. Play everything moving forward. Nothing over the top, nothing over your head. And let's get some pressure up front. Second down, seven yards to go, 11 seconds to go. Spartans with no timeouts now. Boy, 
if I stay for Pete, I'd be back at my quarters off. I don't know why they're playing up that close. Joaquin Valdez takes a shotgun snap, drops back to pass, steps up, throws. It's going to be complete. Crandall makes the catch, heads straight out of bounds at the 25-yard line. That used four seconds, down to seven seconds ago. That's a 14-yard gain and a first down for the uh, Skyline Spartans. Their first first down of the first half, of this entire first half. So it looks like they're going to, they're making a big change in personnel. I think, yeah, they're bringing Spencer King. Spencer King's coming out. He is the kicker. They're going to place it. This will be from 43 yards. A 43-yard field goal attempt. He's got four field goals on this season. On a third, on a first down play, they're going to kick it from the 33-yard line. Waiting for the snap from center for a 43-yard field goal. The snap, the kick. The kick is on the way, and it is going to be short. short. Comes up short, no good, with one second remaining. One second remaining in the first half. So... Coach Buddy Patrick just said it in our ear. It's been kind of a strange game. Kind of no flow to the game. No. You know, it's kind of uh, jerks and stops and jerks and stops. And let's go down to Steve. Just trying to figure out why they kicked there. They had seven seconds to go. We're showing one time, or I guess they're down to zero timeouts, but they just threw an out pattern easily out of bounds, and they gave them plenty of room for that. I think you could have thrown another one perhaps gotten seven or eight more yards and still had extra time on the clock or at the very least just take a deep shot down the field yeah and if, if there's a pass interference the half can't end on a defensive penalty you get an untimed down yeah that's that's hard to figure there unless you know they were just 100 percent confident you know that was in that kid's range and he could do it so from the 20 yard line they'll go with the tight formation i'm guessing this is going to be a kneel down no they're going to they're going to be a pass downfield. It's going to be intercepted, picked off downfield, and grabbing that interception there was Nate Fisher. And the game just got a little weirder. Yeah, yeah. I was with you, Tom. I thought, okay, 14-7. Let's just take the snap, take a knee. Let's go and talk about it. Let's go downstairs to Steve. All right, Coach Shane Keck from Glacier Peak. First first down of the game for Skyline just about seven seconds ago. Your defense has been playing stellar. Yeah, defense has been awesome. I, I think that's what we've got to hang our hat on is defense played well. You know, they, they did a great job blocking the field goal, returning for a kick. Otherwise, you know, um, an okay half offensively. I think we, we petered a little bit. They're doing a good job stopping the run in the box. So, you know, we got to make some adjustments and hopefully run the ball in the second half. You're not putting up a lot in terms of points, but certainly part of the reason why your defense is playing well, your offense has kept their offense off the field. Yeah, I think a lot of it's just been trying to ball control, right? It's a long game, right? We don't have to we don't have to score 50 and a half, right? We just got to go score more points than they do. So, you know, being patient and trusting our process and going through the, you know, just trusting the offense is going to do what they're supposed to do. Shane, thanks for your time. Thanks a lot, guys. There you go. Thanks, Steve, with Shane Keck, head coach of the Glacier Peak Grizzlies. We are at halftime here at Veterans Memorial Stadium in Snohomish. When we come back, we'll take a look at the out-of-town scoreboard, the first half scoring, and all the stats at the half. Our score, we're going to have the fastest three minutes in sport. We're about two and a half minutes, actually, coming up here at the half. Our score, Glacier Peak 14 and Skyline 7, back with the second half right after this. Everett's greatest hits, sports, and more. KRKO Everett. Justice is easy if you know what to do. Call 800-LAW-0842. The law offices of Russell and Hill are proud sponsors of the KRKO Prep Sports Student Athlete of the Month. These student athletes have demonstrated excellence on the field of play and in the classroom. 
Rustland Hill believes in being part of your community and salutes those who give the extra effort. Rustland Hill will fight for you. Hi, I'm Brian Reed. As your local Allstate agent, providing protection that fits your life is something I take, well, personally. I am committed to learning about your needs and personalizing protection to meet them. From bundling your auto, home, and life insurance with ease to evaluating optional coverage based on your protection needs, I can build an insurance proposal that fits your life. Are you in good hands? Contact me, Brian Reed, at either of my Everett locations, 425-337-4646. Subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Life insurance offered through Allstate Life Insurance Company and Allstate Assurance Company, Northbrook, Illinois. American Heritage Life Insurance Company, Jacksonville, Florida. As a business owner, you know a different side of restaurants than most people. You know the long nights, the stressful days, the grease fires in the kitchen. And still, you keep the orders coming and the service friendly. But sometimes you need a little help. The food service equipment professionals at Hattrick Northwest are dedicated to serving Snohomish County restaurants by giving them the proper guidance and sincere answers they need when it comes to food service equipment. We know food service because we've done food service. Hattrick Northwest. When you call us, you get us. Find us online at hattrick-northwest.com. Before the remodel, it definitely looked like it was designed in the 80s, built in the 90s. Lee and Shane for Square Foot Construction in Marysville and coming soon to Burlington. We had Square Foot Construction come in and put in brand new cabinets, appliances, and new flooring throughout the entire upstairs, as well as a painting and refresh of the inside. We had them raise the roof in the kitchen because the roof was like six feet tall. We were super glad we found them. They exceeded our expectations. Your dream, their team, Square Foot LA. LCConstruction.com. Ace Hardware is a helpful place with prompt, friendly service, knowledge, and the little things that make a big difference. Service. Selection. Advice. Community involvement. Competitive prices. Convenience. Located near you. And the things you need, such as house keys, lawn and garden, plumbing, electrical, hardware, grills, outdoor living supplies, and even nuts and bolts. When you visit Ace Hardware, you'll be greeted at the door and given the help you need. So come visit us at Ace Hardware in Evergreen Way in Everett, Lake Stevens, and now Stanwood. Halftime here at Veterans Memorial Stadium in Snohomish in the Class 4A District Playoffs. The Skyline Spartans and the Glacier Peak Grizzlies in a tight one right now. 14-7 Grizzlies leading the Spartans. Our KRPO Radio Sports Halftime Show powered by Snohomish County PUD. Your PUD offers ways to help you save energy and lower your bill. Get instant rebates on energy-saving home improvements and special low prices on efficient home products. Visit snopud.com for ways to save. Buddy Patrick has a look at the first half scoring. I'm sorry, here we go. Now, And the first half scoring didn't start until just into the second quarter. We went the whole first quarter with a 0-0 score. But Glacier Peak going six and a half minutes on 11 play drive. They were set for an easy 23-yard field goal, but Skyline had other plans, something you don't see every day in a football game. A 92-yard blocked field goal return by T.J. Crandall. Spencer King's point after touchdown kick was good, and with 11.45 to go in the second quarter, Skyline was on the board first, 7-0. Glacier Peak then answered with another long drive, 5 minutes and 48 seconds, going 75 yards in 10 plays, 6 on the ground, 4 and 3 in the air, taking 5.48 off the clock, a 21-yard pass from River Lee to Corey Watkins, Sam McAfee's point after touchdown kick was good, and with 5.57 to go in the second quarter, we were all tied up. Then Glacier Peak a little bit later in the second. 89-yard drive in four plays, all on the ground, taking 150 off of the clock. It was a one-yard run by Matt Lilich. Sam McAfee's kick was good, and with 325 to go in the second, 
It was Glacier Peak Grizzlies 14, Skyline Spartans 7, and that is your halftime score here from Veterans Memorial Stadium in Snohomish. Thank you very much, Buddy Patrick. When we come back, we'll bring Alex in. He's been watching things going on in eastern Washington. We'll do that when we come back here. 14-7, Grizzlies leading the Spartans. Back with more at halftime after this timeout. I'm attorney Dean Swanson. And I'm attorney Brandon Batchelor of the law firm Russell and Hill. Nursing homes should be taking great care of our vulnerable and elderly. But some nursing home companies are only out to make a buck. What does that mean for our loved ones? Abuse, neglect, injury, or worse? If you or a loved one has been injured in a nursing home, call Dean and Brandon at Russell and Hill. Russell and Hill will fight for you. Call 8 the good times and good music are back at Port Gardner Bay Winery. Port Gardner Bay Winery is once again open Thursday through Saturday with live music and no cover. And as always, you can order wine for pickup Monday through Friday. Try their award-winning Cabernet Sauvignon or their aromatic yet delicate Chardonnay. Available to order online or at the winery. 3006 Rucker Avenue in downtown Everett. Life's too short. Enjoy a glass of wine tonight at Port Gardner Bay Winery. Online at Port Gardner Bay Winery. Birthdays, anniversaries, housewarming, and just because, gift-giving ideas are needed year-round. So trust the Crafty Bees in Edmonds and Everett. Handmade candles, jewelry, and keychains always hit the spot. CBD products, unpaper towels, and books from local authors are all unique gift ideas. But you've just got to come in and look for yourself. Local, creative, different gifts. The Crafty Bees on Ferdale in Edmonds and inside the Everett Mall. Now with Anne-Marie's Cupcakes in the mall, too. Search The Crafty Bees on Facebook for new ideas. There's something you should know. Mold is everywhere, including in your home. Yes, right now there's mold in your home. But don't panic. It's perfectly normal unless there's a real problem. And if you see mold or smell mold, you need help. The mold remediation specialists are AdvantaClean of the East Side. ADVANTAClean.com. High levels of mold can make your family sick. So trust the experts at AdvantaClean to remove the mold and find the cause of the problem. Duck cleaning, mold, cross spaces, and emergency water loss. AdvantaClean for a healthy home and business. ADVANTAClean.com. Welcome back to Snohomish, where the Glacier Peak Grizzlies lead the Skyline Spartans 7 or 14 to 7. Our man Alex Glossius took his talents to Spokane a year ago, but he's made the trips back to the west side of the state to take in this game between Glacier Peak and his alma mater Skyline. Okay, AC, you've been watching high school football games in and around the Lilac City this season. Chris Berman has the fastest three minutes of football on Monday nights. You get two and a half minutes to tell us everything we need to know about high school football in the Inland Empire. Who's going to surprise us as we head into the state playoffs? He's got to start with Gonzaga Prep over on the other side of the mountains. They have a defensive end, two defensive ends, 6'6", 220. They could fit the bill, and that's what we like to see. Uh, their quarterback, Ryan McKenna, they run a kind of a triple option hybrid offense. He is a uh, D1 college commit for hockey, so when he's playing quarterback with the long locks flowing out of his uh, helmet, that's always nice to see. He's a tough guy out there on the field. Uh, I also saw Central Valley play. Luke Abshire at quarterback. He... He is throws a great ball. He's a baseball player, too, so he has that really good uh, throwing motion, and he's got a lot of receivers at disposal as well. So those are two great teams. Any team that come over here to play the Lake Stevens or the East Lakes or whatever it might be, uh, th they're going to be in for a rude awakening. They're, they are some good teams uh, as we start there. But for I think also it starts with uh, with Kinko in, West, in uh, East Lake. That's going to be a huge one as well. 3A-wise, it's kind of tough over there. It's mostly for the 4As when it comes down to, to Spokane. But uh, I G Prep, if anybody has to go travel to them or they travel here, they're going to be a tough uh, 
tough opponent for anybody that comes through. Central Valley has a tough uh, game today against Richland. We'll see how it kind of comes about uh, as we play, and it's, these games are tough enough right now in this round of 32. When it goes to the 16, it gets a little bit tougher, and it gets a little bit weirder as they go from 32 to 16, as we're seeing with some of the scores. Uh, Arlington, 21 nothing. They're handling business up there. Uh, Marysville Pilchuck has 60 points up 60 nothing. I know it's not really Spokane related, but you know there's some there's some good scores, some good teams. Uh, Stand with 28 uh, over late, or 28 20 uh, playing Lincoln right now, so uh, it's gonna be a great finish as we get uh, as we get closer. Thank you very much, AC, and let's go to in fact talk about that Marysville Pilchuck game. Tornado Ted Beaners up at Quilcita Stadium in Marysville. Ted, you're seeing a runaway up there. Yeah, we are, but we've had a couple of fumbles by Marysville Pilchuck, and Blanchett scored on one of them, and they're driving on the second one. But here, it's, as we get close to the half, it is uh, the Marysville Pilchuck Tomahawk 62 and the Blanchett Braves 7. This first half was all Tomahawks. The uh, Pilchuck defense just overwhelmed the Braves, forcing one interception for a pick six and four fumbles. Three of them returned for TDs. Tomahawk defense also gave their offense short fields to use. Running backs Jordan Velasquez ran for three touchdowns, and Dylan Carson rushed for two TDs. Blanchett also only had two first downs in the half so far, but they recovered a fumble and returned it for a TV here late in the half for their first score. So let's see, with two minutes left in the first half, it is the Marysville Pilchuck Tomahawks thumping the Blanchett, uh, Blanchett Braves 62-7. to at Marysville Pilchuck High School. This is Ted Beener. Tom? Thank you very much, Ted. Up in Marysville, we'll take a break. When we come back, we'll take a look at the numbers from the first half, and we'll also take a look at the scores of other ball games. We'll run those down as well. Our score at the half, the Glacier Peak Grizzlies 14, the Skyline Spartans 7. This is Snohomish County Western Conference Football on KRKO. This message is for all of you sitting in the passenger seat. And apologies if it gets a little uncomfortable, but how does it feel to be at the mercy of someone who thinks a random text is more important than your life? Someone who takes their eyes off the road while speeding along in a three-ton hunk of steel. Freaky, right? Well, why not just ask them to stop? Or better yet, volunteer to text for them. It might be a little awkward, but believe me, you'll live. Learn more at StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Locally owned, veteran owned. The hometown handyman is proud to support local sports. Student athletes are an inspiration to us all. Playing for their community and their teammates. Showing good sportsmanship and working hard in the classroom and in practice. The hometown handyman believes in hard work and integrity. Supporting community, seniors, veterans, and first responders. If you've got items on your to-do list that need to be crossed off, go to hometownhandymanpnw.com and support local. Hometownhandymanpnw.com. Do you own a timeshare? Well, face the facts. You made a mistake. You made a bad purchase. A timeshare is not an investment. It's a money pit that continues forever. If you use your timeshare, that's great. But if you don't and you want to legally get out of your contract, call my friends right now at the Timeshare Exit Hotline. They're an experienced team of lawyers who help good people like you get out of a timeshare contract that they just don't want. Don't throw away your money on maintenance fees. Use it for things you really want. We can help you end your timeshare contract and stop the money drain immediately. If you're ready to move on with your timeshare, call our team right now. Cancel your timeshare now. 
with a free call. 800-932-1673. That's 800-932-1673. Right now, Steve Willits is with the head coach of the Skyline Spartans. Yeah, we're with Coach Cam Elisar right now. Coach, 14-7 on the scoreboard. Close game. You're within uh, reach right now, but what was the message at halftime? Uh, message to the defense, they did a great job. Defensively, we came out, we stopped, we did exactly what we wanted to do. We had maybe one assignment there, a couple uh, a couple calls didn't go our way. But defensively, very happy. Offensively, we just got to get the ball moving. Got to make something happen on offense. But otherwise, we're happy with how we started out. Just got to finish a couple things. and uh, Yeah, just got to finish. Offensively, is it a matter of just executing, or do you change anything up? Uh, we might be changing a couple things up here at halftime. But... Uh, in the second half, but yes, it's definitely going to be trying a couple different things. If one thing's not working, we're going to try something else. Thanks for your time, Coach. Yeah, thank you. There you go. Thanks, Steve, with Coach Cam Elisara of the Skyline Spartans. Let's go to Buddy Patrick, who has a look at the first half numbers. And we will start with the Skyline Spartans on the ground, leading rusher Bronson Terpstra, just three carries for seven yards, only four total rushing yards. For the Spartans and through the air, five for 11 for Valdez for 22 yards and an interception, 14-yard reception for T.J. Crandall and a five-yard reception for Carter King. So four yards on the ground, 22 through the air, just 26 total yards for the Skyline Spartans. And for the Glacier Peak Grizzlies on the ground, Trey Lecter finally getting a couple big runs uh, for his seventh carry. In- Ninth carry, nine carries total for Lechner, 88 yards, 11 yards for Ryan King on three carries. River Lane kept the ball five times for 48 yards, 148 total rushing yards. Lean through the air, seven for 13 for 66 yards and a touchdown. That 21-yard touchdown pass going to Corey Watkins. That was his only reception of the half. 14-yard reception, two receptions for 14 yards for Logan Sarzak. 148 total rushing, 66 passing, 214 total yards for the Glacier Peak Grizzlies. Thank you very much, buddy. We'll take a break, come back, and take a look at scores of other ball games. get ready for the second half kickoff. The Somers County PUD Halftime Show continues with our score at the half. Grizzlies 14, Spartan 7. Back with more halftime right after this timeout. Snohomish PUD has been energizing life in our communities for over 70 years. That's why your PUD is a proud supporter of broadcasting Western Conference High School athletics in our community. Congratulations to our local student-athletes for excelling in sports and academics. Your PUD offers several ways to help you save energy and lower your bill. The PUD offers instant rebates on energy-saving home improvements and special low prices on efficient home products. Check out snopud.com or visit marketplace.snopud.com for ways to save. Hi, I'm Brian Reed. As your local Allstate agent providing protection that fits your life is something I take, well, personally. I am committed to learning about your needs and personalizing protection to meet them. From bundling your auto, home, and life insurance with ease to evaluating optional coverage based on your protection needs, I can build an insurance proposal that fits your life. Are you in good hands? Contact me, Brian Reed, at either of my Everett locations, 425-337-4646. Subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Life insurance offered through Allstate Life Insurance Company and Allstate Assurance Company, Northbrook, Illinois, and American Heritage Life Insurance Company, Jacksonville, Florida. As a business owner, you know a different side of restaurants than most people. You know the long nights, the stressful days, the grease fires in the kitchen, and still you keep the orders coming and the service friendly. But sometimes you need a little help. 
The food service equipment professionals at Hattrick Northwest are dedicated to serving Snohomish County restaurants by giving them the proper guidance and sincere answers they need when it comes to food service equipment. We know food service because we've done food service. Hattrick Northwest. When you call us, you get us. Find us online at hattrick-northwest.com. Ace Hardware is a helpful place with prompt, friendly service, knowledge, and the little things that make a big difference. Service. Selection. Advice. Community involvement. Competitive prices. Convenience. Located near you. And the things you need, such as... House keys. Lawn and garden. Plumbing. Electrical. Hardware. Grills. Outdoor living supplies. And even nuts and bolts. When you visit Ace Hardware, you'll be greeted at the door and given the help you need. So come visit us at Ace Hardware in Evergreen Way in Everett, Lake Stevens, and now Stanwood. Welcome back here at halftime where the Glacier Beat Grizzlies lead the Skyline Spartans 14-7. A winner advances into the round of 16. The loser is out and done for the year. Let's run down the other scores and the uh, games that are going on tonight. The other two 4A games are happening tomorrow. We'll talk about those in a moment. Halftime score, Marysville-Pilchuck leading Bishop Blanchett 62-14. to We just heard from Tornado Ted Beener. Second quarter score, Arlington leading Auburn Mountain View 21 to nothing. They've gone to the half down to the Lincoln Bowl in Tacoma, and Stanwood and Lincoln tied up 28-28. to Then tomorrow in the 3A quad district, it'll be Edmonds Woodway at Peninsula tomorrow night at 7 o'clock at Roy Anderson Field in Gig Harbor. Seattle Memorial tomorrow at 2 o'clock, Ferndale against Garfield. Then at 5 o'clock, at Seattle Memorial. It'll be Snohomish against Rainier Beach. Monroe plays at Lakes down at Harry Lang Stadium in Lakewood tomorrow at 2 o'clock. Skyline and Glacier Peak here tonight with a 14-7 lead for Glacier Peak. Lake Stevens will host Emerald Ridge tomorrow at 2 o'clock up at Lake Stevens High School. And at the Kiggins Bowl down in Vancouver, it'll be Kamiak taking on Skyview, the storm. That is tomorrow again at 1 o'clock. A couple other games, the non-league variety going on. Oak Harbor leading Montlake Terrace 34 to nothing in the second quarter. Nooksack Valley leading Cascade 6 to nothing in the second quarter. And the halftime, Granite Falls leading Bellingham 40-6. to Game played last night, Marysville Getchell they defeat the Jackson Timberwolves final of 33 to nothing. And here we're getting set for the second half kickoff is coming up, covered by Mike Dixon Insurance. Here comes the second half kickoff. Mike Dixon with Farmers Insurance of Old Town, Milwaukee. Call Mike to find out what coverage is best for you, and soon you'll be Stixon with Dixon. Here we go. Crandall is deep to receive. McAfee to kick the football. And we are back to action here at Veterans Memorial Stadium in Snohomish. Again, the winner will advance. The loser will be done for the year. And uh, we wait till Sunday till they seed the teams 1 through 16 for all the brackets. Here's the approach and the kick by McAfee. Kind of a kind of a squib kick is going to be fielded by one of the up men at about the 37-yard line. That's Braden Aldis, Albus in, on the, uh, will cover the football. At the 37-yard line, it'll be first and 10 for Skyline Spartans. Let's go down to Steve. Yeah, we've got an injury update here. A few different injury updates for you heading into the second half. First of all, Cooper Jensen. We've talked about him a little bit tonight. The junior commit to play in Oregon State, the Glacier Peak offensive and defensive star. Dealing with a groin injury. He tweaked it last week during the game. Wasn't able to go tonight. He's hoping to go if they get into next week. 
Also, uh, two other injuries to report on here in just a moment, and Tom, you'll like these injury reports as we, we cover everything down here. 37-yard line, first and 10 for Skyline. They, their coach talked about changing things up. Here we go. T.J. Crandall's back there going out of the Wildcat, and he's going to go out of bounds here on the near sideline. LaFleur and Olsen in on the coverage. It's going to be a loss of one. Loss of one yard. Put him back to the 36-yard line, Steve. Two other guys we need to keep an eye on. Two guys very crucial to this game down here on the field. How about the officials? Not an easy game for them tonight either. Pat Sievers, your back judge, pulled a uh, pulled a calf muscle back at the end of the first quarter. So he's uh, he's he was questionable for the second half, but he's out there right now. Also, Don O'Neill, one of your linesmen, yeah. he got cleated during the first half, so he's he's playing through pain right now. So we'll uh, we'll watch out for these guys too. Coach Vincent up here has a paper cut, just so you know. So he's playing <laughs> he's playing through pain too. From the 36 yard line, shotgun snap back to Crandall again. He'll go straight forward. He'll go straight backward. He got a yard, and then he got thrown to the ground right in front of the official. Steve Jensen won't. He actually lost the football too. It came out of there. Yeah, that was Adam Troxel uh, uh, treating Mr. Crandall not very well. They're guests too in their house. Yeah, well that, that was that was not hospitality as fine as So third down and ten yards to go from the thirty-seven yard line. Just underway, second half of action. A 14-7 lead for Glacier Peak over Skyline. And they're going they've replaced Joaquin Valdez and they're third and long with Crandall. And they're third and long, they're gonna stay in this wildcat. They're gonna do it. Third down, ten yards to go from the thirty seven yard line they're going to run the football then Weir looked like he was going to set up to throw a pass and he couldn't do it he got swarmed upon he absolutely was Uh, Skyline had a receiver streaking down the sideline well covered there by by, uh, no by number 45 Ryder Wilkinson so he had to pull the ball down and try to make something happen out of that just wasn't there but a little wildcat out of the half and a little razzle-dazzle out of the half. He said he was going to make some adjustments. Boy, he sure did. Yeah, fourth and 12 is the adjustment here, and here we go. And kicker will be Spencer King. Puts his foot to it. Claps his back, but it's going to actually bounce and take a pretty good skyline bounce all the way down to the 30-yard line, and that is where Glacier Peak. Coach, it's only a one-score game. It's only a one-score game. Don't you feel like Glacier Peak is just kicking the snot out of them? Well, yeah, it seems in all phases of the game, except the one uh, special teams play that got blocked in return for a touchdown. Uh, Glacier Peak has almost dominated every aspect of this game, but yet they're only up seven points. And facing now first and ten at the 30-yard line for the Grizzlies. They'll go with that power formation now. That means no wide receivers out. They've got a slot on both sides, double tight ends. They put a man in motion, Lechner, and then he's going to hand it to him. He's going to be dropped right at the line of scrimmage. Zero yards there. Tackle by Henry Zaski. That early penetration there just kind of got a hold of him before he could get going. And you mentioned when they ran that earlier in the first half, River Lean goes out and he's a lead blocker. And he's a pretty impressive lead blocker. Uh, you know, you don't see quarterbacks lead block very much, but uh, uh, he looks like he uh, is all in when he does it. Well, mainly because you don't want him to, right? <laughs> Absolutely. So here's Lean rolling out to pass. Sets up. He's got some time this time. Looking downfield. Lofts one over to the right side. It's going to be complete. 
Wilkinson makes the catch, keeps Bolton's feet in. A 25-yard pass play down to the 45-yard line, 44-yard line. It'll be first and 10 for Glacier B. That's that play action, Tom, that we talked about when when we were uh, off air in the commercial. But uh, you you pack uh, 11 guys in the box, double tight, double wing. All those defenders start to think it's run, 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 run. You go play action, hit them up top just like they did here. 26 yards officially. It goes down to the... 44-yard line, the sixth receiver to catch a pass in this ball game so far tonight. And one of their best, Cooper Jensen's in street clothes. Ball at the right hash mark at the 44-yard line. First and 10 for Glacier Peak. Lechner gets a little toss. He'll head up field. Goes away from one defender. Stiff arms man at the 40, 35 at the 30. At the 25 at the 20. Stiff arms another man at the 10. At the 5. Stiff arms his own guy. It goes into the end zone. Touchdown. Glacier Peak. 44 yards. He didn't care who got in his way. No. Uh, he was going to stiff arm anybody who was in his path there. What an impressive run by Lechner. And again, I said this earlier, but if I'm Coach Keck, I stay in this double tight, double yep. wing. Skyline has no answers for this. I know it's not glamorous. It's probably not near as much fun for the kids, to, you know, because it is uh, mostly three yards in a cloud of dust. But Lechner just needs that, cra- that crease, that crack, and then he's gone. You know what's fun for the kids, though? Practice next week for another game. And winning. And winning. Waiting for the addition of the extra point by McAfee. The kick is on the way. It's up, and it is good. We'll keep it right here. 9.29 to play here in this third quarter of action. It's now Glacier Peak 21 and Skyline 7. Steve Willits, I thought maybe he was going to stiff arm you. No, I was close enough to the sideline, so he very well could have. But you know what was very impressive about that play? And you just mentioned it, the play right before that. Lechner getting through the uh, the crease there, his lead blocker, was his quarterback. Yep. Yep, you like it. And they had, coach, the linemen were down. Everybody was all in on that one. Just well-run play. And I'll tell you, you know what buys a bunch of goodwill for River Lean with his linemen? That he's willing to do the same exact stuff they do. uh, Right. And, you know, you want quarterbacks that they're going to build that following with the guys on their offense. And when he sells out and he's willing to do what he's doing, it just buys all the honor and loyalty from his guys. That's just a really cool thing. Tonight's game brought to you by Screen Printing Northwest. If you're looking for a place that prints anything for any team, the place to go is Screen Printing Northwest on Colby Avenue in downtown Everett. Hats, T-shirts, sweatshirts, you name it, they can do it. Locally owned since 1996. They're the official screen printer of this radio station. 9.29 to go here in the third quarter. Grizzlies now with a two-score lead, 21-7 over the Spartans from the Sammamish Plateau and the King Co. Conference. And they'll get the football back here. What are the odds that we see a squib kick or a pooch kick? I can guarantee you that they do not want number 32 to touch the football. They've moved him up, though, Coach, and now he's standing at the 20. He's not the deep man. No. You try to sneak him on there somewhere, right? Yeah, well, that's where they've been kicking it. Right. uh, Hopefully the kicker is uh, looking... Ours were always taught, look down the field, find the guy we don't want it to go to. And, and don't kick, kick it, it to and, him, and right? kick it to the other people. <laughs> you got ten others, choose somebody else. Here's the kick away. This time he'll go deep, and he's going to put it right on the goal line and into the end zone for a touchback. You want to come up? We'll kick it over your head. Yeah. That's what they did, went deep, and here we go. It'll be Spartan football from the 20-yard line, first and 10 
for Skyline. I'm guessing if they want to stay in this ball game, you got to do something with this uh, with this possession. Well, the Wildcat was a bit of a flop. You know, it, it, that, it, it did nothing for them. So I'm interested to see if they're uh, going to go back to their original. Yeah, they're going to come back with Valdez. And they're going to go back to their base stuff here. Joaquin Valdez is the senior quarterback. Didn't play the last series. First and 10 from the 20-yard line for the Spartans. Shotgun snap. He'll throw the ball. That's Crandall at the 20. Dropped it. Crandall started heading upfield before he secured the football. Incomplete pass. That one's on Crandall. Yeah, that was not on, on Valdez. Yeah, and it, that might just be a matter. You know, he sees the scoreboard. He knows he's got to do some big things for his team, and and he's just uh, trying to make something happen there. And commits the cardinal sin that receivers will tell you they never want to do. And he's going to start to try to run there before he secures the ball and puts it away. Let's go down to Steve. Hey, the one match you might want to watch right now, too, Chase Cumming just came into the game a few moments ago. Number 21, he has a nose tackle. He's listed at 5'6", 150. He just took the tackle on head-on and almost got right by him. First or second down at 10 yards ago. Rolling out is Valdez looking, dumping, incomplete. Short-armed it. Brings up third down coming up. We've got to take a look at that scoring drive from previous. And the Glacier Peak Grizzlies drive 70 yards in three plays, two on the ground, one through the air, taking 51 seconds off of the clock. It was a 44-yard run by Trey Lechner. Zachary's kick was good, and with 9.29 to go in the third quarter, it's Glacier Peak 21, Skyline 7. That scoring recap brought to you by the law office of Dale Wagner. If you've been injured on the job and need help getting the benefits you deserve, look no further than the disability and workers' compensation attorney team at the law offices of Dale Wagner, dalewagnerlaw.com. Third and ten, back to pass is Valdez, throws it down there, incomplete. Had a man there, had a man there. The intended receiver was Nate Fisher. Good coverage downfield, Jaden Claps again right there. Well done by Mr. Claps. He's playing deep in the half, playing the safety, breaks on the ball, closes the distance, gets there right as the ball gets there. Gets a hand on it, just to bat it away. And let's go back down to Steve. Yeah, I've been watching Jaden Claps all night, really all season for that matter. Four-year starter back there. And, Coach, you can do a lot more with your front seven when you have a guy like that playing in the secondary. Here's the kick away, almost blocked. It's going to bounce right at the right on the number 40 and then it'll be put down there right about the 38-yard line. And that's two times uh, in the last two punts that the uh, punter has actually been contacted right. by the rush. But because they're doing rugby and he's a threat to run, he does he no longer gets those protections that the punter gets. So, um, you know, we might have some uh, Skyline folks uh, who might be uh, watching on the uh, simulcast. They might be going, hey, they keep running into the punter. Well, as soon as he takes off running in rugby right. style, he does not get those protections. From the 38-yard line, left hash mark, the power formation here. They'll run it to King around the right side, trying to extend the plate. Now heads up field at the 35, at the 30, still running all the way down and gets a first down. Down to the 20, oh, about the 26-yard line. They'll move the sticks. It's a 12-yard gain and a first down for Glacier Peak. I really like what I've seen out of Ryan King this year. Uh, we talked about it on an earlier broadcast. It's like uh, uh, Lechner is the thunder and he's the lightning. He's a little bit quicker. Uh, they run there on a little jet sweep, a little twist off this double tight, double wing. Uh, good play to start that drive. From the 26-yard line, first down, 10 yards to go for GP. Leading at 21-7, 8.37 to go here in the third quarter. Power formation under center. Fake a toss, give it to Lechner. He heads left side, 25 
hit from above here at about the 22-yard line. It's going to be a four-yard gain for Trey Lechner and Glacier Peak. Steve, I lost track. Did you have something else you wanted to add? I think you got me in there. I w- we wanted to talk about Jaden Claps on the defense a minute ago and just how impressive he's been. And, you know, really, since we're talking about the defense for a moment, all night long I keep trying to kind of t- zone in on one particular player or two players that have been starring that- on that side of the ball. You really can't. It's been a whole slew of guys. And now they're controlled it offensively as well. So second down, seven yards to go. Give it to King. King right side across the 20, still running down to about the 17-yard line. Now, Coach, Steve's zoning in. Alex Clausius here is zoning out. There's a two, two different things. So. Well, there's the yin and the yang. <laughs> That's right. Here comes a third down. Third and about two yards to go for GP, leading at 21-7. That's that balance in the universe. <laughs> That's right. The feng shui. Grasshopper. Third down and two yards to go. Power formation. Under center is the quarterback, River Lane. Motion is King. They'll give it to Lilich. Lilich up the middle. He's at the 10. Lilich carrying guys with him to the 5 and down to the 4-yard line. 13-yard run by Lilich. He's the uh, red zone guy. Yeah, and what's interesting about this, Tom, is we saw Glacier Peak kind of unveil this this offense, this double-tight, double-wing against uh, Lake Stevens with some success last week. But now we're seeing some twists on it. We're seeing counters out of it. We're seeing jet sweeps out of it. We saw play-action pass out of it. And the unfortunate thing for Skyline is with the last two weeks with the film, they would have never seen any of this, which is, which is, which is really kind of cool. Let's go right back down to Steve. Yeah, by the way, Lilich was tackled on the five-yard line. His shoe made it all the way into the end zone, came flying <laughs> off of his foot. They had to pick it up. He had to run to the sideline to put it back on. So from the five-yard line, first down, goal to go. From the five, give it to Lechner, left-hand side, pushing on the back of his the blocker. He's going to get about four. So he went from the five down to the one. That will bring up now second down, goal to go at the one-yard line here for Glacier Peak. Sorry, Tom. I don't know if this is just me, but in this offense right now that Glacier Peak's running, it's almost like they're just imposing their will on mm-hmm. Skyline. Um, they're just they're just taking it to him up front, and they're just physically saying, we're just going to take it to you right here. So second down and a yard to go at the – second down goal to go at the one-yard line. We're 6-12 to play here in the third quarter. It's a 21-7 lead for Glacier Peak, and to the line of scrimmage they come. Second down, goal to go at the one. Mr. Lilich, maybe? See what happens. They give it to King around the right side and into the end zone. One-yard dive. Ryan King. Touchdown. Glacier Peak. Pretty impressive. Around the right side for six points. Yep. Impressive drive. Everybody's involved. They've had, what, six receivers in this game so far. And we're going to give you the drive here in just a moment. They ran... They ran about five plays in about three and a half minutes. We're down to 5.55 to play in the third quarter. And now a three-touchdown lead. And the extra point coming up here for Sam McAfee. The kick on the way, it's up, and it is good. So with five minutes and 55 seconds to go in the third quarter, our score, the Glacier Beat Grizzlies 28. The Skyline Spartans 7 back with more of this third quarter after this timeout. 
supporting the community. It's important now more than ever. That's why the law offices of Dale Wagner and Stanwood proudly supports local high school sports. Since 2005, the team at the law offices of Dale Wagner have been helping their local community with their disability and workman's compensation claims. So if you've been injured on the job in Island, Skagit, or Snohomish County and need help getting the benefits you deserve, look no further than the disability and workman's compensation attorney team at the law offices of Dale Wagner and Stanwood. To find out more, go to dalewagnerlaw.com and Go Spartans. We welcome you back here to Snohomish Veterans Memorial Stadium. Tom Lafferty along with Coach Joel Vincent. Steve Willett's down on the sidelines. Alex Clausius in spotting this evening. Buddy Patrick talking in our ear, talking our ears off in our ears is on the stats. Joel Boyer is here. Brandon Hamilton's running things back at the uh, control center in downtown Everett. Tornado Ted Beaner is watching a boat race pretty much out at um, at the Quill City Stadium in Marysville. Halftime with Marysville Pilchuck leading Bishop Blanchett 62-14. to 14. Yeah, the crew's all here tonight. We're here. We're all back. In fact, we're even going to take photos, and those will be up and available oh, for just a, nom- for a nominal fee. We'll sign. We're going to we'll sign them all. We're going to do that to the audience? <laughs> yeah. So waiting for the uh, kick here by McAfee. Here's the approach, and they'll kind of Squib kick it. It's going to be fielded here by Clark at the 30, heading cross field. Now trying to head up field. He does. 35 40, 45 50, and now into Glacier Peak territory, all the way down inside the 45 yard line. Jaden Clark on the return. Put him down inside the 45. Actually, we're right on the 45. It'll be first and 10 for Skyline. Let's take a look at that scoring drive with Buddy Patrick. Went 38 yards and five plays all on the ground, taking 315 off of the clock. It was a one-yard touchdown run by Ryan King. Sam McAfee's point-after touchdown kick was good and with 555 to play in the third quarter. Glacier Peak 28, Skyline 7. So how long was the drive? Three minutes and 15 seconds. How many yards? In 38 yards. Thank you. That scoring recap brought to you by Erickson Furniture and Everett, located at 2015 Broadway. A family tradition since 1912. From the 45-yard line, first and 10, that looked like it was, may have been tipped a little bit. Clark makes the catch for no, they're actually going to lose a yard. It's going to bring up second and 11. And Erickson, I think, Steve got the tip there. Really, Tom? Yeah. Okay, so it'll be a loss of a yard. It'll be second down and 11 coming up here for Skyline. 521. To, wasn't that an incomplete pass? No, he, he no, caught he the caught ball. It. I was wondering yeah. why the clock was running. Yep. <laughs> There's a football game. Second down and 11 from the 46-yard line, throwing the ball. It's going to be incomplete. Well, kind of off to the left. Carter King was the intended receiver. Incomplete that. We'll stop the clock. And, you know, Coach, we talked about it d- during the first half. It's kind of a disjointed game. This not it, Skyline just can't put anything together. They, they can't, and, and I, you know, it's to me, I mean, Glacier Peak is obviously playing great team defense. We talked about that earlier. There's no one guy. They're, they're all playing pretty good, but there just seems to not be any rhythm in this Skyline offense at all. So it's third down, 11 yards to go for the Spartans. 
Shotgun snap here for Valdez. Now he's being pressured, throws it, dumps it. It's going to be complete. Clark at the 45-40. J.P. Jones, excuse me, across the 35 and down to the 30-yard line. 16 yards. That's a pretty good play there for a skyline. That'll put it down to the 30. It'll be first and 10 for the Spartans. Yeah, just as we say all that, they run a, a really cool little screen play there and uh, pick up that first down, and maybe this is something that will uh, set them up to start moving the ball here on a regular basis. But that's their biggest play from scrimmage in this football game from the 30-yard line to their first first down of the second half. Give it to Clark on the handoff. Oh, he gets hit as he got. Just nowhere to go Yeah, Nowhere to and go. And I was going to mention, Coach, on that previous play, there was a whole boatload of pressure on that quarterback. Well, you want to slow down pressure? Yeah. Screen the defense. Just screen them to death. If they were going to bring that much pressure, that go ahead and screen them. Is Taylor made for screen? Maybe we'll see Skyline run a little bit more of that. That was a two-yard gain. Brings up second and eight at the about the 28-yard line for Skyline. Joaquin Valdez is the quarterback. Hands it off. New man. That's Terpstra again. Fumble. Terpstra fumbled the football. Picked scoop up. Score. Here we go. At the 50. At the 40. At the 30. The scoop and score. Reservation for six. Touchdown. Glacier Peak. Jacob Erickson. The scoop and score. 72 yards and the touchdown. When you hustle, good things happen. Wow. I think your term earlier in the game was Johnny on the spot. Yep. Yep. So he's running to the ball. He may not get there for the tackle, but he keeps running. And lo and behold, that ball squirts out. And he's there to scoop it up and score. Yeah, 52. And then he held out the ball as he went across the uh, went across the uh, goal line for the touchdown. And the turnover chain has now made an appearance. Steve had it on earlier. But, Steve, you've given up the t- well, turnover I, chain. I, I threatened to put it on earlier. I never quite did. I didn't have the nerve to do it. <laughs> I'm glad he put and it now, on. Now I don't want to because I think it's going to be a little sweaty. But... Here's the approach by McAfee. It's up and good for the extra point. And the uh, route is on now. Glacier Peak leads at 35-7 to 3.52 to go here in the third quarter. Back with more right here on KRKL. Rick Merrill, attorney at law, is now Rick Merrill and Sons. I'm Logan Merrill. I'm an attorney. We do personal injury, car accidents, dog bites, slip and falls, anything like that. The first offer from the insurance company may not be everything that you deserve and everything that you need from your injuries, and so we will negotiate to bring that number up to get you the money that you deserve. Hi, I'm Rick Merrill. Defer to my sons here. I'm very proud of them. Uh, they do a great job for me. They will represent your interests and, and, and do really well. Now there are two generations of Merrills to fight for your rights. For more information, visit rickmerrillattorney.com. Three minutes and 52 seconds to go in the third quarter, and Glacier Peak has opened it up here with a 35-7 lead, a scoop and score, and GP has the big lead. Special teams coach took a little extra time here, Tom, with the uh, kickoff team of Glacier Peak. He's probably reminding them that even though we squib it or pooch it, we still got to cover the kick. Yeah. And because uh, that, that last return got away from them a little bit. So he's probably just reminding them, hey, we are going to squib it or pooch it probably, but you still have to cover, run your lanes, cover it like you normally would. And you asked an interesting question a moment ago. What, is the, what a score like this do when the seating committee looks at it on Sunday morning? Yeah, I mean, even if the, I mean, just say it ends here or maybe even gets a little more lopsided. How does that viewed by the seating committee? Does that make them a top 18? Uh, and that's that's a big determining factor not only who they're going to play, but where they're going to play. 
So here he is with 3.52 to go in this third quarter, waiting for the uh, approach here by McAfee. End over end and deep, and there is Randall. Crandall will take it at the two-yard line to the 5, to the 10, to the 15, still on his feet, and it gets swarmed on and dropped at the 17-yard line, and that is where Skyland will put it in play, and we take a look at that scoring drive. And it was a fumble recovery by Jacob Erickson going 72 yards. The point after touchdown kick was good. Well, we'll the that scoring recap brought to you by McLean Insurance in Silver Lake for all of your auto, home, and boat insurance needs. See Claudia McLean and her team at McLean Insurance in Silver Lake and online at autohomeboat.com. Two scooper scores today. It was. So from the 18-yard line, it's first and 10 from the 18. Empty backfield here. Joaquin Valdez, the quarterback, double wide outs to the right. He's looking to the right. Now he's going to run straight up the middle get to the, and take a slide down at the 24-yard line. Well, he slid late, and then the defenders came in and kind of pulled up, but they still kind of piled up on him. It was a bit of an awkward slide, too. Yeah. And we've only had one penalty in this game. That was the horse caller. And so a five-yard run brings up second down. Second and five coming up here from the 23-yard line. And here comes Skyline to the line of scrimmage. Trip set out to the left-hand side. From the 23 throw, it's going to be complete. Hauling it in is Roney, and then he gets out. Still running with a football across the 25 and still trying to carry guys with him, and he's, he's going to get the first down. He didn't when he first caught it. He didn't when he got first touched. He's going to get seven yards all the way out to the 30, and it'll be a first and 10 coming up here for Skyline. Yeah, that, the end of that play turned into a bit of a rugby scrum. And yeah. This was about eight guys in white and eight guys in blue, and it was just a moving pile of people and eventually gets past that first down marker. So from the 30-yard line, left hash, first and 10 from the 30 for Skyline. Double wideouts to the right. The ball to the left hash mark. Sideline out to the left side. He's going to look left, throw left. It's going to be complete across the 40. And that's going to be complete. Nate Fisher makes the catch. That's a 13-yard gain and a first down out to the 43-yard line. Coach, before the uh, ball game, Shane Keck said he knows a lot of these coaches. Coached together at Mercer Island. They all kind of have intermingled over the years. I'll have a question here in a moment. First and 10 at the 43-yard line. Ball at the left hash. Valdez drops back the pass. Looks, fires. It's going to be complete at the 50, 45, 40. And all the way down, J.P. Jones all the way down to the 36-yard line. That's a 21-yard pass play. They'll move the sticks and a first down. How much when you've coached with somebody, now they play and coach for the other team, do you know, I know exactly what he's going to run here. Well, most of the guys he mentioned in the pregame were defensive guys. Yep. And uh, Coach Keck does the defense here for Glacier Peak, even though he's the head coach. He's the, he's the defensive coordinator. So I'm quite sure he he knows those guys pretty well. He knows what they're going to see in his film, how they're probably going to defend it. Um, you know, I think uh, in the end, um, when both sides know each other pretty well, there's not a whole lot of secrets. Um, coaches run what they run. They like their schemes. And, and uh, it looks to me tonight anyway, uh, Sean, uh, Sean and his offensive staff uh, have a uh, have, uh, uh, Skyline's number. I almost said Mercer Island. Skyline's number, right? You, they were <laughs> yep. all Mercer Island yep. together. But, yeah, it's, it's like he, he kind of figured he knew what they were going to do, and 
and uh, he's had he's had an answer for it. Of course, you can figure what the coach is going to do. It's the guys out there wearing the helmets that are doing the work, though. Well, a lot of yeah. What do we say? It's, it's, a lot of times, it's not about the X's nose; it's about the Willies and Joes. Uh, yeah. And uh, but his guys are doing it. They're getting it done. From the 36-yard line, first and ten for Skyline. Shotgun snap and then a handoff. That's Weir across the 35. Still, boy, they don't. There's no quit as they're fighting for a yard or two. They'll give them two. It'll bring up second and eight here for Skyline. Inside two minutes now to play in the third quarter at Snohomish. You know, getting to your, you know, back to what you just said there, Tom. Uh, every offensive play designed on paper is a touchdown. <laughs> yeah. No, it is. Yep. And uh, every defense drawn up against the formation is set to stop it. It really comes down to do the kids execute. Second out, eight yards to go from the 34-yard line for Skyline. Back to pass. Valdez has some time this time. Now he'll tuck it and run it, and he's going to get back maybe to the line of scrimmage. going to be no gain on the play. Put it right back at the 34-yard line. Erickson in on another play there for Blaise Peak. So third down coming up with a minute to play in the third quarter. It's always interesting. You know, back in the day, I'd go to coaches' clinics, and we'd, we'd meet at the end of the night and, and uh, have a beverage. Oh, I lost my headset. Oh. <laughs> we hear you. Okay, I can't hear you. Guys. Okay, all right, all right. But draw plays, and then you draw something, and then the defensive guy, well, I do this. Well, if you did that, I do this. Here's the throw. It's going to be incomplete. Incomplete pass. Crandall was intended receiver down the right-hand side. It's going to be incomplete. He's right down inside the 25-yard line. So fourth down coming up, and Steve, you said he trapped it. Yeah, almost made a really nice diving play on that as they threw it to the outside shoulder there. He went down to the ground, but did uh, trap it against the ground, and the official was right there to call it. So that'll bring up now with 34 seconds to go in this quarter. It'll third quarter. It'll be fourth down and eight yards to go at the 34-yard line. Valdez, shotgun snap, drops back, sets up, has time, running to the right, still looking downfield. Now he'll throw it on the run. It's going to be complete down at the 20-yard line. Clark went high in the air and grabbed it. Then he got absolutely waylaid from behind by Ryder Wilkinson. It's a 15-yard pass play and a first down for Skyline. He went up and got it, Coach, no fear. Yeah, he went up and got it, and that's not the first time uh, we've called Ryder Wilkinson's name tonight. He's playing a pretty physical game from that safety spot. Coming down inside, 10 seconds of play in this third quarter, and that, I think, will bring it to a close unless they get a playoff here. Down to five, down to four. They're into formation. Here we go. Dropping back to pass with no time left on the clock. Put it into the corner of the end zone to Crandall. Out of the back of the end zone. Incomplete pass. And that is the way that this quarter will come to an end. Olsen on the coverage and our score after three. It's the Glacier Peak Grizzlies 35. The Skyline Spartans 7. Fourth and final quarter coming up right here on KRKL. Ace Hardware is a helpful place with prompt, friendly service and the brand names you know and trust, such as Steel, Scott's, Miracle Grow, Toro, DeWalt, Milwaukee, Yeti, Traeger, Weber, Big Green Egg, Clark and Kensington Paint, Magnolia Paint by Joanna Gaines, Benjamin Moore Paint, Duracell Automotive Keys, and many, many more. When you visit Ace Hardware, you'll be greeted at the door and given the help you need. So come visit us at Ace Hardware in Lake Stevens, Evergreen Way in Everett, and now Stanwood. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, 
If you're on Medicare, this is important information. Medicare benefits change every year, so trust Encore Life Health to make sense of it all. No cost assistance and easy to understand health options with your resource, Joyce, and Encore Life Health. Don't delay. Call to see what benefits are available in your area. Book an appointment now at EncoreLifeHealth.com to make sense of it all. Plans vary. Medicare open enrollment is already live. No cost assistance from a Medicare expert. EncoreLifeHealth.com. Encore Life Health is not connected with the federal Medicare program. This is a solicitation for insurance. Everett's greatest hits, sports, and more. KRKO Everett. Welcome back to Snohomish. Fourth and final quarter and the, one of the deepest penetrations here for Skyline. It's second down, 10 yards to go at the 18-yard line, throwing the pass incomplete. I'll tell you what, Valdez took a shot as he let go of the football by JT. JT Jones was the intended receiver. Yeah, Grayson Fleur got to uh, Valdez there and uh, kind of forced an early throw and then uh, put a pretty good lick on it to boot. Third down, 10 yards to go from the 18-yard line now for Skyline. Just underway, fourth quarter in Snohomish. The winner advances, the loser goes home. they got to wait for the committee to decide how much they like you and what number they're going to give you for on Sunday for next week. Back to pass on third down, throwing it over the middle. It's going to be complete at the 10. Crandall picks his way, trying to make it into the end zone. Can't do it yet. Does he do it? No, he lost, loses the football, actually, and goes out of bounds. Got down to the one-yard line. Coach, he had his blinker on, and he tried the first driveway, and it was blocked. And the second one was an alley, and that was blocked. And the third one, he got all the way down to the one-yard line. Yeah, a little dipsy-doodle a couple times there, trying to get that ball turned vertical towards the goal line and kept having to bounce it out. But, boy, we got a glimpse of just how fast and nimble he was right there. But very fortunate break there for him as well. He was reaching that ball out to extend it to the pylon. Had that ball been knocked out and went through the end zone, would have been a touchback. It would have been Glacier Peak's ball. So first down, goal to go at the one-yard line for Skyline. Valdez gets the snap. He'll hand it off. Give us a trips run into the end zone. Touchdown. Touchdown. Skyline. Trips run into the a one-yard game and a one-yard touchdown run. Pretty straightforward there right into the end zone for Terpstra and the Skyline Spartans get on the scoreboard here for the second time. Well, we see Crandall get heavily involved there. I'm just wondering why we didn't see this a little earlier in the game. And they're going to, it looked like they were going to go for two, but they just set up in kind of a strange formation. And now they set up for the traditional extra point coming up here for Spencer King. The snap, the spot, and the kick is up, and it is good. With 11 minutes and 42 seconds to play in the football game, our score, the Glacier Beat Grizzlies, 35 and the Skyline Spartans 14, back with more right after this timeout. Snohomish PUD has been energizing life in our communities for over 70 years. That's why your PUD is a proud supporter of broadcasting Western Conference High School athletics in our community. Congratulations to our local student-athletes for excelling in sports and academics. Your PUD offers several ways to help you save energy and lower your bill. The PUD offers instant rebates on energy-saving home improvements and special low prices on efficient home products. Check out snopud.com or visit marketplace.snopud.com for ways to save. Steve Willits, it's the world's largest cheer staff <laughs> for Skyline. I don't know if it's the world's largest, but it's certainly the largest we've seen this year. I think there's like 34 or 35 girls here 
cheering for Skyline tonight, which I think exceeds the uh, the combined <laughs> I, total of their student body that attended the game. I knew you were going to go there. It's kind of hard not to. You still look up into that crowd. We're so used to seeing huge crowds here when we, we've done Snohomish Glacier Peak games this year or Glacier Peak Lake Stevens, and you look, and I guess the Skyline folks must have known something we, we didn't coming into the game. They stayed home tonight. So here we go. We'll take a look at that scoring drive by Skyline in a moment. 11.42 to play in the game and a 35-14 lead for the Grizzlies over the Spartans. And here is the approach by King. Kind of an onside kick. It is an onside kick, and they're going to scramble for it. And it's going to be Skyline football. It hit Glacier Peak player. It went the required 10 yards, and it's Skyline's football. Yeah, Hunter Neal came out of the pile with that ball for Skyline. Now we've got we've got the referees talking here now. Yeah, but Spencer King did the onside kick, did a nice job. Went the required distance. They're still talking about it, the officials are. Skyline's pretty much... Well, they're actually they're high-fiving each other down there, the officials are. So Skyline's got the football and the 50-yard line. We'll take a look at that scoring drive in a moment unless they have a scoring drive here. They're started at the 50-yard line, first down, 10 yards to go for Skyline. Down 35-14. Do they have big play potential? They do. As long as you've got Crandall out there, back to pass is Valdez. He's going to put one right down the center it's going to be incomplete aired it out there carter king was the intended receiver incomplete pass buddy patrick has a look at that previous scoring drive the spartans putting together their first offensive scoring drive of the game an 82 yard drive in 11 plays five on the ground six through the year taking three minutes and 57 seconds off of the clock it was a one yard run by bronson terpstra spencer king's point after touchdown kick was good and with 11:42 to go in the fourth quarter Glacier Peak Grizzlies 35, the Skyline Spartans 14. The scoring recap brought to you by Hometown Handyman. If you've got items on your to-do list that need to be crossed off, go to hometownhandymanpnw.com and support a veteran-owned business, hometownhandymanpnw.com. Second down, 10 yards to go from the 50-yard line. Valdez throws. Picks it. Picked, and he's on his way at the 30, at the 20. Ashton Olsen at the 10, at the 5. Touchdown, Glacier Peak. A pick six from 50 yards away, and the score for the Grizzlies. That's one way to answer that, Skyline. Ashton Olsen picked it just about the 50-yard line, and then it was smooth sailing. He had maybe one guy he had to beat. Yeah, he had to beat Valdez, the quarterback. But you pick that ball in the flat, there's a lot of green grass. And it was off to the races. And the officials have changed changed up, too. they got Steve Jensen now under the goalpost. I think the um, injuries are catching up with the, the officials that don't want to have to do a bunch of running. Waiting for the snap and the addition of the extra point by McAfee. It's on the way. It's up. And it is good. And we will keep it right here after that pick six. We've seen Coach a couple of scooping scores and a pick six. Just about everything tonight. We've seen a little bit of everything tonight. We saw the, the blocked field goal that was scooped and scored. We saw just a regular old fumble scoop and score. Now we see a pick six. And, uh, you know, a lot of times in these big games, you're going to see big plays. Well, the, the biggest play that preceded all of that was the onside kick which was done to perfection by skyline yeah that was it was really well done and uh 
Glacier Peak couldn't come up with it. It was going to give uh, Skyline an extra possession here and then hopefully uh, for them cut that lead down a little bit, but uh, it was not to be. Uh, Valdez uh, has an errant throw there in the flat, and, and uh, Glacier Peak quickly answers. And sometimes you have to do that, right? You have to steal a possession. Yeah, especially now. You know, uh, the clock now is working against you. Um, anytime Glacier Peak has the ball, um, you're going to have to force them to go three and out to have any chance to, to get back in this game. Let's go to Buddy Patrick with a look at that scoring drive. It was a 50-yard pick six by Ashton Olsen. Sam McAfee's kick was good, and with 11.23 to go here in the fourth quarter, Glacier Peak 42, Skyline 14. That scoring recap brought to you by GSR Rentals in Monroe, serving East King and Southern Snohomish counties with quality party and equipment rentals. Go to gsrrentals.com. Zolo set up the football at the 40-yard line near hash mark. And McAfee will kick it for Glacier Peak. The door was open there for a moment for Skyline. Down by a couple, two, three scores, and but with the football at the 50-yard line, but the pick six pretty much put this one out of reach again. Here is the um, approach of the kick. McAfee high, end over end. Crandall fields at the 11-yard line to the 15. Runs into a man that goes back the other way. Gets, goes back to the 15-yard line. Got to the 20. That goes out of bounds on the near sideline. And he looks like he's kind of a little gimpy as well as he comes and goes out of bounds on the near sideline. Throws the ball to the ball boy. and It'll be first and 10. Where are they going to spot him? At the 18? Yeah, 18-yard line, first and 10 here for Skyline. Through a pick six on their last play. See what they conjure up here with 11-16 to play in the game. <coughs> 42-14 the score, and, and here comes Skyline. And, and Crandall's going to the sideline. Yeah, he's off. So they'll come out with trip set to the right, the wide side of the field. One to the left, the narrow side of the field. And Valdez takes the snap, and this play, I think they took too much time, or are we going to have a timeout called? Actually, we're going to have a timeout called here by Skyline, and we'll step aside with 11 timeout. minutes and 12 seconds to play Skyline in the, in the football game. 42-14, Grizzlies leading the Spartans. Back with more after this. Supporting the community, it's important now more than ever. That's why the law offices of Dale Wagner and Stanwood proudly supports local high school sports. Since 2005, the team at the law offices of Dale Wagner have been helping their local community with their disability and workman's compensation claims. So if you've been injured on the job in Island, Skagit, or Snohomish County and need help getting the benefits you deserve, look no further than the disability and workman's compensation attorney team at the law offices of Dale Wagner and Stanwood. To find out more, go to dalewagnerlaw.com and go Spartans. Let's update a couple of scores. Surprise down to Lincoln Bowl, Tacoma. They go to the fourth quarter and Stanwood leading Lincoln 34 to 28. So they got a basketball game going on down there. First and 10 here for Skyline. Shotgun snap back to pass. Pressure and he throws. It's going to be complete at the King at the 25 out to the 26 and a flag comes in. Only the second flag we've seen in the game. It's been an eight-yard gain on the pass play. I think maybe. Are we going to see a face mask maybe? Or seems like it was awful late for it to be a hold. No, they're going to say an illegal block in the back. Against the, uh, against the uh, Skyline Spartans. So only the second penalty of this entire football game. Earlier we gave you the score as 
Marysville Pilchuck's running away with Bishop Blanchetta was 62-14 at the half. Arlington in the second quarter was leading Auburn Mountain View 21 to nothing. And then a final that has come across. Uh, Granite Falls beat Bellingham 46-6. That was a non-league game, but Granite Falls put together a good season this year. They have. When's the last time Granite Falls has won a playoff? Or a you play in or play out. Right. It's going to be back to the early 90s, yep. I think. Yep. So it's going to be first and 13. First down, 13 yards to go at the 15-yard line. Throw the pass. going to be complete out at about the 13. And then fighting forward, Clark gets out close to the 20. I think they're going to give forward progress to the 20-yard line. And somebody's hopping out of there and very, very happy. Yeah, that's Mr. That's Mr. Claps. Yep. Yep. He's kind of been everywhere tonight. I think he's on our list, isn't he? On the the uh, oh, he's player be on, of the game he's watch gotta, list. Yeah, he's got to be on the short list. Second down, eight yards to go. Ball at the twenty. They come to the line of scrimmage, and Valdez will take the shotgun snap. They empty the backfield as he does. The screen pass can be completed at the 20, 25, and out to the far sideline and out of bounds. J.P. Jones will carry it out of bounds for about a nine-yard gain, and that'll move the sticks for a first down for Skyline. Stepped out of bounds at the 29-yard line. That's where they place the football. First and 10 for the Spartans. To the line of scrimmage they come. Right hash. Double wide out to the left side. Single to the right, and here's the snap. Back to pass. Throwing's going to be incomplete. It was tipped away. Tyler King is there. Kinney was there. Tyler Kinney tipped the ball away. Incomplete pass brings up second down and 10 for Skyline. We'll be back with you next week. Now we really don't know when it'll be or where we'll be. We're packing up the gear, boys. So we will be with you next week. Just depends on who's playing who and who's playing where next week and it could be saturday night as well or friday but we'll bring you one game next week second down 10 yards to go rolling out the pass now sliding with the football got back to the line of scrimmage i think that's going to be it for valdez the quarterback nobody opened downfield you got to give credit now to the uh, defensive backs for glacier peak they played a good ball game tonight. yeah they, they really covered skyline down you also got to give credit to this uh, defensive line of glacier peak who uh, have put uh, Mr. Valdez under pressure all night. Um, he's, he's had to be on the run quite a bit. Third and 10 from the 29-yard line for Skyline. Nine and a half to play. Back to pass. Looking. Firing is going to be incomplete. Incomplete. I thought he was going to make the catch, but falling backwards, Aiden Clark was the intended receiver. He had it, and then he got absolutely decked by the defender and the ball was laying at his feet incomplete pass yeah i did not see the catch the number of the defender there but i agree with you uh, it was because of that defender dislodging that ball that that was not completed so they'll change up some personnel here it'll be fourth down you got to figure you're in four down territory now yeah this is your season here there's no punting here Fourth down from the 29-yard line for Skyline. Trip set to the left. Back to pass Valdez. Looking, stepping up, throwing. It's going to be incomplete. 
Weir was intended receiver, too high for him and incomplete. That'll turn it over on downs, and Glacier Peak will have the uh, short field here. They'll start at the 29-yard line, first and 10. And surprise, surprise, Ryder Wilkinson was, was uh, lurking around in there. Yeah. Um, had that ball been caught, uh, I think we would have seen quite a collision there. But to Ryder's credit, he kind of laid off there when he saw that uh, it had bounced off the receiver's hands. So from the 29-yard line, it'll be first and 10. Update you the score from Quilcita Stadium. 40 or 38 seconds left in the game. Marysville Pilchuk with a 62-28 lead over Bishop Blanchett. So the power formation here again for the Glacier Peak Grizzlies. They'll toss it to King. King tries the right side, still running at the 25-20. Still running, but he just doesn't stop. He's a little guy, but he just keeps going and going and going like the Energizer Bunny. That'll be a 13-yard gain and a first down. He'll move the sticks. Now, at this point in the game, this is where this offense makes me a little nervous if I'm the head coach because, again, we've got River Lean lead blocking uh, in a game that's pretty much, you know, out of hand at this point. I mean, it's, it's it's pretty much done at this point, I would think. And and so that's kind of the drawback of this offense is that, you know, they're not going to change the way they block things now. So he's right. going to be in their lead blocking. 17-yard line, first and 10 for Glacier Peak. Claps will get it. Heads around the left-hand side. It eludes one man, eludes a second man, not third, fourth, and fifth. That will push him out of bounds. He's get a gain of about six. Down inside the 15-yard line. I put him down out of bounds at the 12. And that'll bring up second and about four coming up here for Glacier Peak. Clock stops as he steps out of bounds with 8.34 to go in the game. 42-14 the lead for Glacier Peak. On your coaching card, when is the lead insurmountable? Well, I mean, we're talking here. They're... They're four scores down with eight minutes to go. Yep. Uh, I mean, unless you absolutely shoot yourself in the foot, which they won't do in this offense if they're running currently. They're going to just hand the ball off. But uh, I would say about now. Second and five from inside the 15-yard line. Fake on the toss. They're going to throw the pass. It's going to be complete at the 10. At the five, Lillich then falls forward inside the five to about the two-yard line. That's going to be a first down. It's going to bring up a nine-yard gain and a first down goal to go coming up here for Glacier Peak, threatening again. Can I say I really like what Glacier Peak is doing here? Yes. With this double tight, double win. Uh, Much more variety, like I said earlier, than we saw last week. But... uh, they have got a lot of great complimentary plays off that base play, and uh, it looks really good. Eighth, the different receiver. First down, goal to go at the three. Give it to Lilich on the handoff. He's still fighting for yardage, still trying to push the pile into the end zone. It's not going to happen. It's going to be a two-yard gain. So it's going to bring up second down, goal to go at the one for the Grizzlies. Fighting and clawing and looking for an extra yard, but he gets, gets two, needed three. Second down goal to go at the one. We're inside eight minutes to play now in the game. And we're one score away from running clock. That kind of snuck up on us too. <laughs> it's 40. Oh, two scores away. Gosh dang it. The, the, it's those, the math. Those, those math classes a... at Snohomish. <laughs> I've heard about those. <laughs> yeah. Here's the uh, run to Clapton into the end zone. I can do this one. One yard, a run by Claps, touchdown, Glacier Peak. As long as we're not talking about multiple numbers. <laughs> Carry the one. 
I was told there's no math in this gig. So, okay, so the touchdown for Glacier Peak. They lead it 48 to 14. That's not running clock. That's 34 points. It needs to be 40 points. Okay, I'm good. I'm good now. This is way too many blows to the head. Self-inflicted blows to the head, by the way. Waiting for the attempt of the extra point. Sam McAfee to kick it. It's airborne. It's up and it is good. With seven minutes and 18 seconds to play in the game. Our score, the Glacier Peak Grizzlies 49. The Skyline Spartans 14. Back with more from Snohomish right after this timeout. Rick Merrill, attorney at law, is now Rick Merrill and Sons. I'm Reese Merrill. I'm an attorney in Everett. You may have heard of my father, Rick Merrill. I've been working with him for a few years. My goal with any criminal case that comes into the office is to help people navigate the process, help advocate for their interests and make sure their rights are protected and they get an outcome that's a fair result for everybody. Hi, I'm Rick Merrill. You've heard from my sons here. I'm very proud of them. Uh, They do a great job for me. They will represent your interests and and, and do really well. Now there are two generations of Merrills to fight for your rights. information visit rickmerrillattorney.com well everybody's taking their shot at me for getting the uh, math wrong it's 40 points in the second half i do know it was running clock up in marysville and the tomahawks get the win tonight over bishop lanchette the final of 62 to 28 so we should be hearing from tornado ted beater before we uh exit this game 49 14 we'll take a look at that scoring drive here in just a moment as they're teeing up the football in fact we'll go to 10 here in just a moment as well but we'll wait for the uh, kickoff here because it always big play potential from skyline although do we see mr crandall out there or is or is he done for the evening yeah yeah i don't see him out there so here is the approach, the kick, high and end over end, taken at the uh, park at about the 12-yard line, 15, 20, 25, at the 30, still running at the 35, and all the way out to the 36-yard line. All one in on the tackle. It'll bring up first and 10 here for Skyline. Let's go to Buddy Patrick with a look at that scoring drive. Glacier Peak, 29 yards, five plays, three on the ground, three in the air. 157 off the clock, a one-yard run by Jaden Claps. The point-off touchdown kick was good. It was 7-18 to go here in the football game. Glacier Peak, 49, Skyline, 14. That scoring recap brought to you by the Law Office of Russell and Hill, proud sponsors of the Boy and Girl Athlete of the Month and Athletes of the Year program. Russell and Hill called 800-LAW-08. For two. First and 10 from the 37 yard line for Skyline. Shotgun snap back, give it to Weir around the right side. He's going to hurdle a man at the 40, flag down all the way out to the 45 yard line, but we'll hold the phone on the flag. We'll go down to Steve on the sideline. Yeah, since you were just talking about Russell and Hill and their support of the male and female student athlete of the month, we should point out our September female athlete of the month was Chloe Seelhoff from right here at Glacier Peak. and. She and her teammates right back here on this field tomorrow, 2 p.m. start time, a winner-to-state loser-out soccer game against Mount Si. So if anybody's in the area, come check out a soccer game tomorrow. So we're waiting for the march off of the penalty here. Looks like it was a hold. And so... They'll put it down at the 28-yard line. We'll go to Ted here after this play, see what happens. It's going to be first and 20. Second-string defense in now for the Grizzlies. First and 20, back to pass. Valdez looking, throws. It's going to be complete. 
but only for about a three or four yard gain to Weir. Let's go to Tornado Ted Beener out at Quilceda Stadium in Marysville. You saw a runaway tonight, Ted. Yeah, thanks, Tom. After leading 62 to 14 at the half, the game finished with a running clock. With a final score, Marysville Pilchuck Tomahawk 62 and the Blanchett Braves 28. In the second half, both teams played their underclassmen. Blanchett scored on a 27-yard TD pass reception to Henry Mater as the third quarter ran out, narrowing the score to 62-21. Mater caught another TD pass from nine yards out near the end of the fourth quarter, but as the buzzer sounded, it was the Marysville Pilchuck Tomahawks leading the Blanchett Brave 62-28. From Marysville Pilchuck High School, this is Ted Beener. Back to you, Tom. Thank you very much, Ted Beener. Drive safely on your way home here. Clark gets a reception for about 12 yards for Skyline. Puts him out to the 44-yard line, where it brings up third down, three yards to go for the Spartans. Down to 5.45 to play in the game. Glacier Peak with a 49-14 lead over Skyline. I always wanted to say Stanwood. I'm just, you see Spartans. Yeah, we want to get an update on the Stanwood Lincoln score as well. Third and three. And rolling out to pass is Valdez. And Valdez will go out of bounds. Let's see where they spot Valdez him. Right about for no gain, I think. Actually, a loss of five. Okay, they're going to say he stepped out of bounds. Let's see where they place the football about the down. 39, I think. Yeah. It kind of took, so a loss of five. Took a while to place that football down. And so it's going to be now fourth down and eight yards to go at the 39-yard line. Here comes Skyline, trip set to the right, the wide side of the field. Skyline, their white jerseys, white helmets, green numbers and trim moving from right to left. On a fourth down play, shotgun snap, back to pass. Throwing is going to be complete out at the 50-yard line. Clark makes the catch as he's rolling to the ground out to the 49-yard line. That's a 10-yard gain and a first down for Skyline. Skyline gets the first down. And with five minutes to play, we're getting the um, indication, the score. Lincoln and Stanwood with five minutes to play in the game. 35-34 35-34 Lincoln. So looks like maybe a missed extra point by Stanwood. First and 10 from the 49-yard line. Tripstro tried the left-hand side. Heads up field at the 50, at the 45, at the 40. Dives forward to the 35-yard line. It's to be a 15-yard run here by Terpstra and another first down for Skyline. Again, playing against the second-team defense for the Glacier Peak Grizzlies. Yeah, I would expect this to happen. Um, with the personnel that Glacier Peaks got out there. They're giving some of these young kids a chance to play, and Skyline essentially has all their starters minus um, minus Crandall, it seems. So, yeah, this is not to not to be not expected here. So first and 10 from the 36-yard line. Back to pass Valdez, throws a little screen pass. I think it was, was it caught? If it was, it was behind the line of scrimmage. Yeah, it's going to be J.P. Jones who makes the catch. Yeah, Chase coming there plays that screen really, really well. Yeah, and that was what I was going to talk about earlier. Slow down pass rush time. You, you want to screen teams, but one of the things you always coach your defensive lineman is if it's too good to be true, then it's too good. Motor down, find the back, because on those screens, you usually get like one punch, and then the lineman lets you go. So it's too good to be true. Motor down, find the back. 
Second down, 12 yards to go from the 38-yard line. Shotgun snap, throw the ball. It's going to be complete to Weir. Weir will fall forward for about a two-yard gain back to the original line of scrimmage. Yeah, he just kind of ran up and he caught the ball. Uh, by the time he could get his head turned around, he kind of ran into, up into the back of his uh, blocker out there on the edge. Kind of just stumbled and fell down. So third and ten from the 36. Double wideouts to the left-hand side. Doubles to the right as well, the narrow side of the field on third and ten. Shotgun snap, back to pass. Valdez sets up, going deep. Has a man down there into traffic. Knocked away by the defender and incomplete. Gabe Russell was down there defending. The intended receiver was Clark for Skyline. Incomplete pass brings up now fourth down for Skyline. Lock is stopped with 3.06 to play. Now let's talk a little bit about our... Uh, Upcoming player or and or players of the game. Coach, who do you like? Whew. Give me a second. Okay. Let me, let me think. Okay, let's go down. Steve's going to step in front of you in line. Perfect. <laughs> if, if he's thinking, I got two in my mind. I'll let you call this play first here. Fourth down. Going forward here. Fourth down. 36-yard line. Back to pass. Valdez looking, setting up. Firing is going to be complete at the 20 and out of bounds at the 15-yard line. Clark makes the catch. Steps out of bounds at the 14, stops the clock. It's a 23-yard gain and a first down. It'll be first and 10 coming up here for Skyline at the 13-yard line. Steve. Well, one obvious one is Trey Lechner. I think some of the runs he had earlier, big plays, big runs, got a couple of touchdowns. Here's one for you, though. How about number 52, Jacob Erickson, a big 65-yard or whatever it was, fumble recovery for a touchdown. He's been all over the place on defense tonight. And not only that, but he's also the starting center, and they've been doing a lot of their running plays up the middle, and he's been powering them in, uh, in that regard as well. So he's been getting it done on both sides of the field, on both, both sides of the ball. Coach, I kind of like that one. Yeah, I do too, and, and I wouldn't have a I wouldn't have an issue with either one of those guys. The other guy that kind of factored into my equation was uh, Mr. Claps. I thought he played a great game. But, uh, yeah, I agree with you. Um, I, I thought that uh, uh, Jacob Erickson has played a fantastic game. And, uh, you know, he's a two-way starter and uh, plays center, like Steve said. And, and that center is that, that captain, that leader of that offensive line. And there is no doubt that, that yep. offensive line dominated Skyline tonight. Second down, three yards to go at the six-yard line for Skyline. Back to pass, throwing, and that's going to be a touchdown. Touchdown, Skyline. Little pass over to the left-hand side. Six yards, and Nate Fisher hauls it in for the Skyline score. That was a nice play, the way it was drawn up. Yeah, a nice little slant route down there in the red zone, and ball was thrown a little bit behind him. He makes a great adjustment. He's able to turn those hips and shoulders back and catch it. And pretty good catch there. He's a sophomore. So it'll be the extra point coming up here. So Skyline has made it kind of a uh, kind of a game here. They've done. Yeah, I think. It, respectable it'll look better being, in the record books yep yeah, they're not being blown out by any stretch here is the kick on the way by spencer king it's up and it's good with 226 to play in the football game our score the glacier big grizzlies 49 and the skyline spartans 21 back with the conclusion of this one after this timeout 
Ace Hardware is a helpful place with prompt, friendly service and the brand names you know and trust, such as Steel, Scott's, Miracle Grow, Toro, DeWalt, Milwaukee, Yeti, Traeger, Weber, Big Green Egg, Clark and Kensington Paint, Magnolia Paint by Joanna Gaines, Benjamin Moore Paint, Duracell Automotive Keys, and many, many more. When you visit Ace Hardware, you'll be greeted at the door and given the help you need. So come visit us at Ace Hardware in Lake Stevens, Evergreen Way in Everett, and now Stanwood. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. 226 to play in regulation time and the glacier peak is going to now just sit coach if you're the uh, coach shane keck you're going to sit like you're the um waiting for the ncaa tournament in, in, for march madness yeah i wouldn't be surprised if uh you know you would get the guys together and just kind of have like a, a breakfast or a brunch and kind of wait and sit around and see who you're going to get and that might be kind of a uh, a cool deal team building thing kind of like you see Right. You know, when they set the, the final sure. four or the NCAA, the big dance, you know, just kind of get everybody together and hang out and, and uh, wait for it to hit the Internet and post, and then you will uh, start to uh, get your planning underway. So here comes the kick here by Spencer King. So we will go with Mr. Erickson for our player of the game. Here is the uh, kick it's going to be Ashton Olson who recovers it for Glacier Peak wasn't really an onside kick because it went all the way down to the 32 yard line they just leave nothing to chance don't don't let them get a big return well yeah yes and no but there's different varieties of onside kicks we kind of saw that muddle onside kick last week right right where everybody stayed in the huddle and they they just kind of kick it and follow it uh, there's also onside kicks where you tell that kicker, pick a guy in that front line, kick it as hard as you can, try to drill it off him. That's <laughs> That might have been what we saw there. It just didn't hit anybody. It's a, a bad aim. So here we go. First and 10 for Glacier Peak. I think we've got a uh, sub in at quarterback. That's going to be Tyler Kinney in at the QB position here. No, I think it's at number two. So... Cloffer is the substitute quarterback, and the Chris Chrisvin Bonchi is the running back, and he's going to be a loss of two back to the 31-yard line. Yeah, uh, Tyler Kinney threw me off a little bit. I looked down here at the roster. He's listed as a tight end inside linebacker. I was like, he's playing quarterback. So from the 31-yard line, second down and 12 yards to go. Inside two minutes now to play. Just running out the clock here and waiting for the committee to decide where Glacier Peak will play next week. Could be home. Could be on the road. I guess that's the t- that's the two choices. <laughs> or a neutral side. Just so, so from the 31-yard line, just waiting for the uh, play clock to unwind. Bonchi again will get it. He's going to be stopped at about the 27-yard line. Hunter Neal comes up and makes the stop for Skyline. Be a loss of four brings up third down. They're going the wrong direction. Third and 15 coming up here for a GP. So our Brian Reed player of the game will be awarded down on the field along with adrenaline fundraising. Third down, 16 yard to go actually. Tick, tick, tick down to a minute four, minute three to go. Yep. And so it's third and 16 yards to go, down to 51 seconds to go. 
Here is the snap rolling out to pass, looking upfield, throwing on the run. It's going to be incomplete. The intended receiver, Gabe Russell was the intended receiver. That was a pretty well-thrown ball. No, you put it on the money. Uh, Mr. Russell's probably going to go back to him and say, hey, you know what, sorry, man, I should have caught that for you. On a rope, actually. So fourth and 16 here. But Glacier Peak's offense has done what they're supposed to do, just wind some clock down and pack up the bus and head across the valley. So from the 27-yard line left hash, and they will punt the football away. Sam McAfee to kick it. Puts his foot to it. It's going to bounce at the 50 down to the inside the 45-yard line. So one more opportunity here for the Skyline Spartans to do something with the football down 49-21 to Glacier Peak. And as we mentioned, now you wait for the committees to all meet. At least last week for the district, they met via Zoom on Sunday morning at 9, and by about 12, 12.30, they were done. They had the bracket filled out. But yeah. here they're going to seat them. Yeah, and I think I got a text from you at like 12.34. Yeah. Yeah. And, they, and the, the information just trickles out, usually by Twitter. So from the 42-yard line, first and 10, and the quarterback is going to run with the football now. Valdez eludes a man at the 45, at the 50, and all the way down to the 45-yard line. So a 12-yard gain and a first down for Skyline. Okay, so we'll put them down at the 46. And they're going to stop the clock. Skyline wants to run a couple more plays. Yeah, Crandall was back out on the field. And so Skyline just wants to, let's extend the season as long as we can. Sure, see if we can put another score up there on the board and get back on the bus feeling a little bit better about this evening. And, and uh, you know, for Skyline, if they could put one in here, that's the last thing they're going to remember of this season. Right. Just kind of end right. on a positive note. And, uh, just kind of a, a moral victory, if you will. Yep. So it's at the 46-yard line. It's first and 10 for Skyline. They have one timeout remaining with 20 seconds to play. The Grizzlies leading at 49-21. And to the line of scrimmage they come. The final 20 seconds. Joaquin Valdez standing in the shotgun waiting for the snap to come. And here it is. Drops back. Looks downfield, looks left, looks right, throws it. It's going to be complete to Clark, and he steps out of bounds at about the 33-yard line. 13-yard gain. That'll move the sticks. It'll be a first down. Clark's made a whole boatload of catches. He's got nine catches in the ball game. Down to 13 seconds remaining. He's got nine catches for 75 yards in the ball game. Just Clark, and he got one there. So from the 33-yard line, first and 10 for Skyline. Double wideouts to the left side. Now they'll flood the zone. They'll bring a man in motion to the left side. Sets up as a slot. Drops back to pass. Valdez looking. Going for a bundle. Going in the end zone. He's going to overshoot his man and incomplete in the end zone. Clark was the intended receiver. Way out into the long jump pit off the end of the field here. And that'll stop the clock with eight seconds remaining. And a second and ten here for Skyline. 
And Skyline calls a timeout here. Their final timeout of the game. Again, back with you next week. The assumption would be it would be Saturday, usually by the time now you get into uh, the uh, quarterfinals and into the regionals next week. Coaches usually switch it to a Saturday because you got further to drive. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of times they'll look at those matchups and determine when, what day those games will be played based on track. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's tough if you got a, a, a team, for example, that's up here in the North Sound and they've got to go down to Vancouver or something. You know, you don't want to miss all that school on Friday. And, right, you know, so so uh, generally, they would try to schedule that kind of game on a Saturday. But if you've got a more local matchup that uh, maybe the travel's an hour or two, you might play it on a Friday. So second down, 10 yards to go. Back to pass Valdez. Looking, going for a bundle again, throwing it into the back of the end zone, incomplete, down to two seconds remaining. And the thing that's happened in the last few years, and it didn't used to happen, they're not afraid to play 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock in the afternoon on a Saturday. Yeah, I, you know, when I was coaching, we only got to play a handful of those games, and I loved them. I loved them. Um, well, you were at one. We played, yeah. a, we played a 1 o'clock game at Joe Alvey in Spokane. And Drove all the way over there, Pat yeah. Castro and I. Yeah, well, we went over on Friday, you yeah. know, and we stopped at Moses Lake, and they were kind enough to let us use our field and practice and do our walkthrough, and we got back on the bus and went to, went to Spokane, but uh, that was a 1 o'clock start, and it was kind of a neat deal. Here's the last play of the game. It's Crandall who gets the catch down to the 21-yard line, and that will be it. And that will bring this ball game to a close. The final score will be the Glacier Peak Grizzlies 49 and the Skyline Spartans 21. Stay with us. We've got our players of the game coming up here as they're doing the uh, handshake line here. So we'll step aside for a break. Our final score, the Grizzlies 49 and the Spartans 21 back with the postgame show after this timeout. If you're on Medicare, this is important information. Medicare benefits change every year, so trust Encore Life Health to make sense of it all. No-cost assistance and easy-to-understand health options with your resource, Joyce, and Encore Life Health. Don't delay. Call to see what benefits are available in your area. Book an appointment now at EncoreLifeHealth.com to make sense of it all. Plans vary. Medicare open enrollment is already live. No-cost assistance from a Medicare expert. EncoreLifeHealth.com. Encore Life Health is not connected with the federal Medicare program, this is a solicitation for insurance. All right, guys, bring it on in. Now, this is football, men, and there are two things I want you to remember. First, you have to hit hard to make varsity. And second, you need those big earth movers up front. And speaking of big earth movers, GSR Rentals in Monroe has a huge selection of earth movers and earth moving accessories. Plus, big equipment to get the job done. And for our big victory celebration, GSR Rentals also has big selections of tables and chairs, everything you need for a party. That's right. Go get them, boys. For more information, go to GSRRentals.com. At Glass by Lund, if there's one thing they've learned over the past 40 years, it's that supporting the local community is very important. That's why they're huge supporters of Wesco High School sports, especially this year. It doesn't matter when the season starts. It doesn't matter the score. Glass by Lund supports high school sports 100%. And if you need support with windows, shower doors, or skylights, residential or commercial, remember, since 1967, Glass by Lund has been here to serve in your community. To find out more, visit glassbylund.com. The Grizzlies beat the Skyline Spartan 49-21. Let's go down with Steve and the coach. The players and the cheer staff or cheer squad are all celebrating with the student body. And meanwhile, the coaches are over here waiting for him. So a quiet moment for Shane Keck. Certainly wasn't quiet on the field tonight. 49-21, you move on to the next round. Yeah, you know, at the end of the day, it's, we're happy to get a win. You know, it's, uh, it was a little rough there on special teams tonight. Uh, they did some good things on special teams, but 
uh, you know, happy to get a win. Right, first playoff win in 4A for us, and so that's a big deal. Talked to one of your other coaches at halftime right before we uh, we, we got the kickoff there, and he mentioned the one thing you guys were a little bit disappointed was you would have liked to have put more points on in the first half. You put 35 on in the second half. Yeah, you know, the offense got rolling, you know, a little bit there, running the ball, and, you know, we had a defensive touchdown, and actually two defensive touchdowns, which is a big deal, and uh, just happened for the kids. Talk about the defensive touchdowns. Obviously, they were kind of shutting them down all night, but then Erickson, who, by the way, for a center, that's about as much speed as I think I've ever seen running down a sideline, and then we get the uh, the pick six later on in the fourth quarter. Yeah, Jacob's a fantastic player. Almost had a pick six himself last week against Lake. Was tackled on the one, and so happy for him. That kid is the heart and soul of everything we believe in and everything we do, and uh, love to see him get rewarded like that. And then Ashton Olson, you know, read a, read a running back screen really well and jumped it and took it to the house. So big, big plays. You know, obviously, you know, that's uh, that's a big swing momentum-wise on our side. So. We were talking about it a little bit up in the booth, but again, this is a little bit of a different era we're living in now. The committee's going to meet. They're going to pick the next uh, one through 16 teams. Top eight, Coach, get a home playoff game. G- give them your spiel right now. What, does this team deserve to have another home game? Yeah, I think so. You know, you look at our body of work. We've beaten three Kinko teams. Uh, we lost to, you know, we're number two out of our out of our league with a six-point loss to our conference championship. Um, you know, we're number six in the, in this, you know, in this seating of 22 teams, and I think there's probably two teams, the conference champions from the from the east side, they're going to come in. So we think we should be right there, that 7-8 spot. So um, you look at our body of work, we had the, the toughest opponent win percentage um, in, the, in the state this year. So we, we scheduled a, a really difficult schedule. And so I think that that, that plays into it. So, you know, I, I think we should be playing here next Friday. Coach, I think your team's gathering. I better let you go. Congratulations. Best of luck next week. Hey, thanks for being here, guys. Appreciate it. Yeah. There you go. Thanks very much to Steve and Shane Keck and Coach Joel Vincent. Do you agree with him? I absolutely agree with him. You know, that's, that, that topic's come up several times. Their schedule, strength of schedule. Um, they, they didn't schedule anyone that they, you know, that you looked at it and said, well, there's a win. I mean, they had to come and play every week. Right. And, uh their body of work is good, and, and uh, you know, you've got to honor those those couple of teams in Eastern Washington. Um, maybe they are a couple of the teams that Alex was talking about, but uh, when we're talking about the rest of those spots that are available and those teams that are here on the west side of the mountains, I think that Lakeshore Peak's got to be in the conversation uh, as being a top eight. So give me your thoughts on this game tonight. Let's start on the uh, skyline part. Uh, well, I just think Skyline was a little bit outmanned tonight. Um, it, it was kind of apparent once Glacier Peak kind of decided they were going to go double tight and run the ball and just say, we just dare you to stop it. Skyline couldn't do it. And it was just about Glacier Peak being physical up front and uh, getting their running backs running downhill. You know, we saw early in the game they tried a lot of the fly sweep stuff. Uh, they were making Lechner bounce. Um, and they did a great job uh, in that part in defending the Glacier Peak spread. But once Glacier Peak got into that uh, double tight condensed formation, 11 guys in the box, they just kind of took it to skyline. And how about on the Glacier Peak side? They, they, you like that double tight look? Oh, I just I liked all the complimentary plays I saw off it tonight. Right, right. You know, so they last didn't week, have those last week. They didn't have those last week, and, and and that's that's really I think kind of the cool thing from a coaching perspective is you knew you were going to have to hand this film off to Skyline. They're going to see that you ran double tight, double wing. But I think last week we saw two plays out of it. Uh, right. We saw that fullback dive, and then we saw that short little toss with the quarterback lead. 
Well, today they ran jet off it. They ran play action pass off it. They they run the counter off it. Now, the only downside of that is whoever you get matched up with coming up, they're going to have seen all those down. So what wrinkles can you add to it for next week? So we will come back and have our players of the game. The uh, Both teams are gathered around their coaches out on the field. So our play, players of the game are coming up here shortly. Again, our score, the final, Glacier Peak, 49. They advance with a win over Skyline, 49-21. to Back with more on the postgame show after this. As a business owner, you know a different side of restaurants than most people. You know the long nights, the stressful days, the grease fires in the kitchen. And still, you keep the orders coming and the service friendly. But sometimes you need a little help. The food service equipment professionals at Hattrick Northwest are dedicated to serving Snohomish County restaurants by giving them the proper guidance and sincere answers they need when it comes to food service equipment. We know food service because we've done food service. Hattrick Northwest. When you call us, you get us. Find us online at hattrick-northwest.com. Hi, I'm Brian Reed. As your local Allstate agent, providing protection that fits your life is something I take, well, personally. I am committed to learning about your needs and personalizing protection to meet them. From bundling your auto, home, and life insurance with ease to evaluating optional coverage based on your protection needs, I can build an insurance proposal that fits your life. Are you in good hands? Contact me, Brian Reed, at either of my Everett locations, 425-337-4646. Subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Life insurance offered through Allstate Life Insurance Company and Allstate Assurance Company, Northbrook, Illinois, and American Heritage Life Insurance Company, Jacksonville, Florida. Justice is easy if you know what to do. Call 800-LAW-0842. The law offices of Russell and Hill are proud sponsors of the KRKO Prep Sports Student Athlete of the Month. These student athletes have demonstrated excellence on the field of play and in the classroom. Russell and Hill believes in being part of your community and salutes those who give the extra effort. Russell and Hill will fight for you. Call 800-0842. Are you satisfied with your insurance and your agent? If not, may I suggest you make the switch with me, Stitch Mitchell, to McLean Insurance in Everett. I made the switch because I love to do business with good people and people that give back to their community too. And that's exactly what you'll find when working with McLean Insurance. From helping to stuff the bus to benefit kids in need, to providing meals for the amazing kids at Cocoon House, and so much more. For all of your auto, home, boat, and earthquake needs, see Claudia McLean and her team at McLean Insurance and online at autohomeboat.com. That's autohomeboat.com. At Glass by Lund, if there's one thing they've learned over the past 40 years, it's that supporting the local community is very important. That's why they're huge supporters of Westco High School sports, especially this year. It doesn't matter when the season starts. It doesn't matter the score. Glass by Lund supports high school sports 100%. And if you need support with windows, shower doors, or skylights, residential or commercial, remember, since 1967, Glass by Lund has been here to serve in your community. To find out more, visit glassbylund.com. This is the best of Snohomish County High School football on KRKO AM 1380 and FM 95.3. Everett's greatest hits, sports, and more. And welcome back to Veterans Memorial Stadium in Snohomish. We're in the 4A quad district game. It was the Glacier Peak Grizzlies 49, the Skyline Spartans 21. Before we get to our players of the game, Let's talk about a couple of finals that have come across. We'll give these later as well. But Marysville Pilchuck beats Bishop Blanchett 62-28, so they advance. Arlington shuts out Auburn Mountain View 35 to nothing. They advance. And how about the Stanwood Spartans? They hang on and win it 
40-35 over the Lincoln Aves out of the Lincoln Bowl in Tacoma. So the Stanwood Spartans will advance into the regional round in the Class 3A as well next week. Now time for our Allstate Insurance Good Hands Player of the Game, brought to you by Allstate Insurance agent Brian Reed. Brian lives and works in your community. Stop by the Brian Reed Agency in Everett or call 425-337-4646. With Brian Reed at Allstate, you're in good hands. Steve Willits on the sideline. Yeah, we are with our Brian Reed Good Hands Allstate Player of the Game, Jacob Erickson, starting center, started on the D-line, picked up a fumble and ran its, what, 60-something, 70-something yards. And, Jacob, first of all, i got to tell you, for a center, I don't think I've ever seen that kind of speed running down a sideline. Yeah, I mean, all the, all the off-season tra- training finally paid off, and I, you know, shut off the wheels tonight. You're also a three-sport athlete, correct, wrestling and baseball? Yes, sir, absolutely. How much do those sports help you with a sport like football? Oh, they help monumentally, just with a lot of athlete, athleticism throughout the year and just keeping it going. Talk a little bit about the fumble recovery for a touchdown. Third quarter, I was on the other side of the field, so I didn't see who stripped it, where the ball was. Take us through the play. Uh, so I started off on the right side of the line, and uh, Michael Fenton, Grayson LaFleur got in the backfield, and they hit the running back real good. And the ball ended up on the ground. I saw it, and I took my chance, picked up, and just started sprinting. And next thing you know, I saw the quarterback, and I was in the end zone somehow. Well, we should talk about that because we did the game last week against Lake Stevens. You had an interception, and you came oh so close to scoring. I think you were tackled on the one- or two-yard line. Defensive linemen don't always get a chance to score touchdowns, so to come that close and then to get one here the very next week, worth the wait? Oh, absolutely. It was definitely worth the wait. We'll do it again in a heartbeat. Talk about the defense a little bit tonight. It seemed like every time we were looking, there was a different guy making a play. We were trying to kind of hone in on one guy, but it, it wasn't tonight. It was a team effort. Absolutely. The team played really well tonight, and we played as a team, which helped the effort a lot. And by the end of the game, it really showed in the score. So give us some names, some of the other guys playing on the line with you tonight who was maybe making a big contribution. We had Adam Troxel, Austin Emmons, Michael Harrelson, Connor Meyer, and then we had Chase Cumming and Baxter uh, Cox in the rotation as well. Chase Cumming, not a big guy either. He's taking on some big fellas. He is, and he's doing a great job. He's coming up big for us this year. Now talk a little bit about the offense tonight. For a center, I've got to think when they start bringing in those double tight end sets and they start saying, hey, we're just going to give it to Lechner, we're going to give it to whomever, and we're going to have them run right up the middle. It's got to be your dream, doesn't it? Oh, absolutely. I just love hitting kids in the middle. It's just making havoc. It's awesome. So we, I guess we just mentioned some D-line guys, mentioned some offensive line guys tonight. Uh, we had Austin Emmons, Baxter Cox, and Adam Troxell both had great games. Anthony Guerrero stepped up after Joseph Johnson got hurt. And at the end of the game, we had some younger guys come in and get some reps, which was great to see. And when you guys are running the ball, too, especially when you go from Lechner to King, kind of a thunder and lightning thing. How is that for you guys as blockers? You know, it's a really fun team to block for because – we have athletes all around us. There's no, there's nothing we can do wrong, really, when we have athletes like that. Sunday morning, you wake up. You don't know who you're going to play yet. Is it kind of feeling like a holiday where you're, or your birthday and you're waiting to open a gift? What, what's that going to be like for you guys? It's like Christmas morning. I just can't wait to find out. You hoping for a home game? Absolutely. Home game is so fun for me. There you go. Jacob Erickson tonight is our Brian Reed Good Hands team, All-State player of the game. And, Jacob, we're going to have you wait a minute here so I can get a picture with you. Jaden Claps is also over here, and we're going to quickly do another interview here for the Adrenaline Fundraising Player of the Game for STSPN. Jaden, four-year starter at safety, and do I understand this correctly? Were you a former quarterback? Yeah, I used to play quarterback. You know, I threw it up today, but, I mean, it didn't work out, but it was a little flashback for me. It was nice, but, yeah. Well, and I when I see you playing safety, you kind of play safety like a quarterback too, right? Talk a little bit about some of the – correlations there and how it's somewhat similar on the defensive side of things i mean for defense i would say at safety everything's a progression just like a quarterback you get your tackle reads then you're going to your receivers seeing what looks you're getting and everything's just a process and you just got to read the field and you get to go pick the ball off like we did it today my boy ashton shout out him he 
He's a dog. And the way you guys are playing back there in, in the back side of things, when one guy gets a, a pick six, does it, does it kind of feel like the entire secondary does? Oh, yeah. We're always we're always so hyped. I mean, when I saw Jacob get his pick, too, like when I saw Ashton and Jacob, they're getting their picks, I was sprinting down. I'm ready to go celebrate because that's a big win for us. So, yeah. Give us some names. Mention the guys in the secondary. We were calling them out tonight earlier, but let's have you say their names. I mean, I got Ashton Olsen, Ryder Wilkinson, Reggie Valamonte, Caleb Koffler stepped in, too. And, yeah, we just we just balled out today. You balled out today. You get to play for another week. Like I said, you're four years in this program. Where does this game rank for you? I mean, shoot, I don't even know. This was this was a pretty fun game. I mean, this was a pretty fun game. I'd say it's ranked top five, top five for me. And the best part, you're not done playing for Glacier Peak yet. Oh, yeah. Keep going. Let's go. There you go, Jaden Claps, player of the game. Congratulations. Thank you. There you go. Thank you very much, Steve, and our players of the game. All players of the game receive a sweatshirt provided by Screen Printing Northwest. Right now, let's hear from Brian Reed. Hi, this is Brian Reed, your local Snohomish County Allstate agent. The Brian Reed Agency is a proud supporter of high school student-athletes and happy to provide the Good Hands Player of the Game Award. Next time you see a high school student-athlete wearing their Player of the Game sweatshirt or shirt, tell them congratulations. They earned it. And if you want to be in good hands, call me at either of my two Everett locations at 425-337-4646. Once again, congrats to all of our Reed Agency Good Hands Player of the Game recipients. Gary Duke here from Honda of Marysville. Have you seen or heard these ads for companies that claim they want to buy your car? Believe it or not, this isn't new. In fact, Honda of Marysville has an on-site Kelly Blue Book acquisition team available seven days a week just to purchase vehicles. If you're looking to sell a vehicle and get some holiday cash, Honda of Marysville has you covered. Within 10 minutes, we can give you an appraisal and in most cases, a check on the spot for your vehicle. No purchase is necessary. If you don't want to deal with the hassle of advertising your car or want to deal with one of these fly-by-night companies, sell your vehicle to someone with a name you can trust and visit our Kelly Blue Book acquisition team at Honda of Marysville or visit us at hondaofmarysville.com. The Snohomish and Monroe Co-ops remind you to be prepared. Don't let this fall and winter storm season sneak up on you. You and your family can count on them to keep your home stocked up on heating supplies, and they are your support team to help keep your flock of chickens happy and healthy through these colder days. Everything from water heaters to insulating straw, protein supplements, and tasty high-fat scratch and treats. So, yes, be prepared with the help of the Snohomish and Monroe Co-ops and online at snohomishcoop.com. That's snohomishcoop.com. Nothing says woohoo fun like a brand new battery for your garden tractor, right? I know, it's hard not to get excited about starting up that tractor and taming your own home prairie. So I'm thinking this might be your year for a Pacific Power battery. Why us? Well, heck, why not? We're conveniently located, experienced, well-stocked, freshly scrubbed, and we recycle auto batteries, household batteries, and some electronics. Pacific Power Batteries, a locally owned company with a soul. Final score here tonight, the Glacier Peak Grizzlies 49, the Skyline Spartans 21. And Buddy Patrick's here with a look at the scoring highlights. While it was looking like we were going to see a defensive matchup for the first 12 minutes and 15 seconds without any scoring, Glacier Peak was putting together a promising 6-minute and 30-second 11-play drive. They were set for a 23-yard field goal to put the first points on the board, but Skyline had plans of their own. So here we go, fourth down, and it's a field goal coming up here. Sam McAfee, they'll place it at the 13-yard line, a 23-yard field goal attempt from the left-hand hash mark. Waiting for the snap. Still waiting. Here it comes. The placement, the kick on the way. No, blocked. Blocked there, now a return. Here comes Crandall. Crandall picks it up, and he's off to the races. 50. 40, 
30, 20, reservation for six, touchdown, Skyline. It was a 92-yard blocked field goal return by T.J. Crandall. And with 11.45 to go in the second quarter, Skyline had the first points of the, on the board, 7 to nothing. The Grizzlies got the ball back after the Spartans' special team score, putting together another lengthy drive going 75 yards in 10 plays, taking 5.48 off the clock, and River Lean puts the ball up to where his 6'3 wide receiver could bring it down for six points. So it's first and 10 at the 21-yard line. Glacier Peak trying to tie this one up. Tenth play of this drive from the 21-yard line, first and 10. Shotgun snap. Back to pass, throwing, lean into the end zone, touchdown, Glacier Peak. Watkins went up and got it. Three defenders around him. That is a touchdown for the Grizzlies. And with 5.57 to go in the first half, it was all tied at 7. Then Skyline goes three and out on the next drive and gives the ball back to Glacier Peak at their own 11-yard line. The big play of the drive was a 62-yard run by Lechner with a 15-yard horse collar penalty to follow. The Grizz cap off the 89-yard drive with a one-yard goal line run by Matt Lillich. But first down goal to go at the one-yard line now for the Grizzlies. It'll be interesting here. Their base play out of this is to toss it to one of the wings with River Lean lead blocking. So Lean will get it and will hand it right straight up the middle. Lillich into the end zone. Touchdown, Glacier Peak. Lillich right straight up the gut and into the end zone. Touchdown for the Grizzlies. The point after touchdown was good, and with that was the final scoring play of the first half, where the score was Glacier Peak 14, Skyline 7. Skyline got the ball back to start the second half, and GP's defense gets them to go three and out. Grizzlies get the ball from their own 30. They drive 70 yards in just 51 seconds, three plays, and the GP stud running back Trey Lechner gets the call from 44 yards out. Ball the right hash mark at the 44-yard line, first and 10 for Glacier Peak. Lechner gets a little toss. He'll head up field. Goes away from one defender. Stiff arms man at the 40, 35 at the 30. At the 25 at the 20. Stiff arms another man at the 10. At the 5. Stiff arms his own guy. And goes into the end zone. Touchdown. Glacier Peak. 44 yards. At 9.29 in the third quarter, it was GP 21, Skyline 7. Grizzlies later go the short field going 38 yards in 3 minutes and 15 seconds. All five plays on the ground and the TD coming from one yard out by King. So second down and a yard to go at the second down goal to go at the one yard line. We're 6-12 to play here in the third quarter. It's a 21-7 lead for Glacier Peak into the line of scrimmage they come. Second down, goal to go at the one. Mr. Lilich maybe? See what happens. They give it to King around the right side and into the end zone. One yard dive. Ryan King. Touchdown. Glacier Peak. Grizzlies led 28 to 7 at that point. The Spartans started to put together a decent drive, trying to get their first points of the second half. However, the Glacier Peak defense and Jacob Erickson had reservations for six on their schedule. Second and eight at the about the 28-yard line for Skyline. Joaquin Valdez is the quarterback, hands it off. New man, that's Terpstra again. Terpstra fumbled the football, picked up. Here we go, at the 50, at the 40, at the 30. The scoop and score, reservation for six. Touchdown, Glacier Peak. Jacob Erickson, the scoop and score. 72 yards and the touchdown. Grizzlies led 35-7, and that was the score heading into the fourth quarter. 
The Spartans in the fourth quarter, though, put together their first offensive scoring drive of the game, going 82 yards in 11 plays and a touchdown run from one yard out by Terpstra. So first down, goal to go at the one-yard line for Skyline. Valdez gets the snap. He'll hand it off. Give us a trips run into the end zone. Touchdown. Touchdown. Skyline. Trips run into the a one-yard game and a one-yard touchdown run. The point after touchdown was good, and Glacier Peak still led Skyline, though, 35-14. to Well, Glacier Peak's defense came to play tonight, and they weren't done with that pick six. Skyline recovered the onside kick. And on just the second play of the drive, Ashton Olsen intercepts Valdez at the 50 and had his sights on the end zone. Second down, 10 yards to go from the 50-yard line. Valdez throws, picks it, pick, and he's on his way at the 30, at the 20. Ashton Olsen at the 10, at the 5, touchdown, Glacier Peak. A pick six from 50 yards away and the score for the Grizzlies. Glacier Peak extends their lead 42-14 to at the 11:23 mark of the fourth quarter. The hometown Grizzlies weren't done yet as they get the ball back after the turnover on downs, and Jaden Claps gets the call to put the final nail in the coffin for GP's scoring. Here's the uh, run to Claps and into the end zone. I can do this one. One yard, a run by Claps, touchdown, Glacier Peak. And with 7:18 to play in the football game, Glacier Peak extended their lead to 35 over Skyline 49 to 14. Skyline though doesn't have quit in them as they end the scoring in this game with an 11 play drive traveling 63 yards and it was a six yard touchdown pass by the Spartan senior quarterback in his final high school football game. Second down, three yards to go at the six yard line for Skyline. Back to pass, throwing, and that's gonna be a touchdown. Touchdown, Skyline. Little pass over to the left hand side. Six yards, and Nate Fisher hauls it in for the Skyline score. Spartans' point after touchdown was good. And the final score from Veterans Memorial Stadium on the campus of Snohomish High School, it was the Glacier Peak Grizzlies 49, the Skyline Spartans 21. Tom? Thank you very much, buddy. We will – Coach, you had something to add here. Well, it's just, you know, we're at that point of the year where it's winter go home, and we see these Skyline kids lingering around on the field, and and uh, that's the sad part. We've, we've entered the, the part of the season where every team now – except one's going to end the season with a loss. Right. And for these kids, if they're a senior, this might be the last time they ever put a football uniform on. And so they're going to linger. They don't want to walk off because they know it's over. You see family come down. And that's, uh, you know, that's kind of that sad conclusion to a, to a high school career. And that's why you see these kids lingering around. Uh, I was part of some games where uh, people at the stadium would turn the lights off. And, <laughs> and we still had seniors that didn't want to walk off the field because they knew that that was going to be it for them. Tonight highlights brought to you by Hat Trick Northwest, the food service equipment professionals with Hat Trick Northwest are dedicated to serving Snohomish County restaurants by giving you the experience, guidance, and sincere answers you need when you need them. Hat Trick Northwest, when you call us, you get us. Find us online at hattrick-northwest.com. When we come back, we'll take a look at all the numbers. The Glacier Peak Grizzlies win it tonight, 49-21 over the Skyline Spartans. The stats coming up right after this timeout. All right, guys, bring it on in. Now, this is football, men, and there are two things I want you to remember. First, you have to hit hard to make varsity. And second, you need those big earth movers up front. And speaking of big earth movers, GSR Reynolds in Monroe has a huge selection of earth movers and earth moving accessories. Plus, big equipment to get the job done. And for our big victory celebration, GSR Reynolds also has big selections of tables and chairs, everything you need for a party. That's right, go get them, boys. For more information, go to GSRreynolds.com. 
At Glass by Lund, if there's one thing they've learned over the past 40 years, it's that supporting the local community is very important. That's why they're huge supporters of Wesco High School sports, especially this year. It doesn't matter when the season starts. It doesn't matter the score. Class by Lund supports high school sports 100%. And if you need support with windows, shower doors, or skylights, residential or commercial, remember since 1967, Glass by Lund has been here to serve in your community. To find out more, visit glassbylund.com. As a business owner, you know a different side of restaurants than most people. You know the long nights, the stressful days, the grease fires in the kitchen, and still you keep the orders coming and the service friendly. But sometimes you need a little help. The food service equipment professionals at Hattrick Northwest are dedicated to serving Snohomish County restaurants by giving them the proper guidance and sincere answers they need when it comes to food service equipment. We know food service because we've done food service. Hattrick Northwest. When you call us, you get us. Find us online at hattrick-northwest.com. Hi, I'm Brian Reed. As your local Allstate agent, providing protection that fits your life is something I take, well, personally. I am committed to learning about your needs and personalizing protection to meet them. From bundling your auto, home, and life insurance with ease to evaluating optional coverage based on your protection needs, I can build an insurance proposal that fits your life. Are you in good hands? Contact me, Brian Reed, at either of my Everett locations, 425-337-4646. Subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Life insurance offered through Allstate Life Insurance Company and Allstate Assurance Company, Northbrook, Illinois, and American Heritage Life Insurance Company, Jacksonville, Florida. Everett's greatest hits, sports, and more. KRKO Everett. Final score here, 49-21, Glacier Peak over Skyline, and Buddy Patrick has a look at all of the numbers. And we will start with the Skyline Spartans on the ground. Bronson Terpstra, five carries for 23 yards that led the team. Joaquin Valdez. Kept the ball seven times for 22 yards, 12 yards for T.J. Crandall on four carries. Terpster, I forgot to mention, had a one-yard touchdown as well. 56 total rushing yards for the Spartans. Through the air, Valdez was 21 for 40 for 185 yards and a touchdown. That one touchdown going to Nate Fisher. He had two receptions for 19 yards, 46 yards for J.P. Jones on three receptions. Aiden Clark. Nine receptions for 75 yards. Eight, two receptions for Carter King uh, for 13 yards. 14 yards for T.J. Crandall on 10 receptions. 56 total rushing yards, 185 passing, 241 yards total for the Skyline Spartans. For the victorious Glacier Peak Grizzlies on the ground, Trey Lechner, 13 carries, 139 yards and a touchdown. Jaden Claps, three carries for a net loss of six yards, but he had, did have a one-yard touchdown. Ryan King, seven carries for 39 yards and a touchdown. Matt Lilich, four carries and for 26 yards and a touchdown. River Lean kept the ball five times for 48 yards. Through the air, Lean was 10 of 16 for 170 yards, 107 yards and a touchdown. That touchdown going to tw- 21 yards to Torrey Watkins. Eight total receivers used in this game. Jaden Claps, one reception for six yards. Jack Fullerton, one reception for five yards. Ryan King, two receptions for 15 yards. Logan Sarzak, two receptions for 14 yards. Trey Lechner, one reception for 11 yards. Ryder Wilkinson, one reception for 26 yards. Matt Lilich, one reception for 9 yards. 240 total rushing, 107 passing, 347 total yards for the Glacier Peak Grizzlies. Thank you very much, Buddy Patrick. Let's run down the scores now that we have the final scores and 
Coach, a couple of surprises. Marysville Pilchuck, not a surprise. They beat Bishop Blanchett, just gutted them 62-28. to It was 62 nothing. Yeah, I think that could could be anticipated, expected. Um, I don't think we any of us thought any different would happen there. And, uh, you know, Marysville marches on. And as is Arlington, 35 nothing over Auburn Mountain View. I'm not surprised they won. I'm a little bit surprised at the score, but I'm yeah. not surprised that they won. Uh, and, of course, you know, we saw what Arlington did to Marysville, so we know they're, they're a pretty good football team. Surprise of the night. Those Stanwood Spartans, they yeah. beat the Lincoln Abes 40-35. to 35. They were down late in that ballgame. Yeah, well, when when they, when the score, when the 34 went up, I went, uh-oh. You know, they missed an extra point um, when they went up. And I thought, oh, I hope that doesn't factor in later. Uh, fortunately, it didn't. You know, they're going to score a couple more. They're going to score again. And But, uh, you know, in that gauntlet of predictions you put me through at the beginning of the game, <laughs> that, 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 that is one I missed because I, I thought that was just tough for them to go all the way on the road down there to Tacoma and play of what's you know traditionally a pretty tough team but what a great win for Stanwood a couple of non-playoff games Oak Harbor beats Mount Lake Terrace 47 to nothing Marysville Getchell over Jackson last night 33 to nothing it was Nooksack Valley 33 Cascade 20 tonight and Granite Falls beat Bellingham 46 to 6 so tomorrow's schedule in the 4A Emerald Ridge is at Lake Stevens that starts at 2 p.m. Kamiak is at Skyview tomorrow at Kiggins Bowl down in Vancouver. That is a 1 o'clock kickoff. And the 3A quad district, Edmonds Woodway, travels to Peninsula. That's Saturday tomorrow at 7 o'clock. Two games at Seattle Memorial Stadium involving our Wesco teams. Ferndale plays Garfield at 2 o'clock at Memorial Stadium in downtown. And then Snohomish plays Rainier Beach at 5 o'clock, also at Seattle Memorial. And Monroe will travel to take on Lakes down at Harry Lang Stadium in Lakewood tomorrow at two o'clock tonight's game broadcast under rights granted by the western conference solely for the private non-commercial use of our audience any publication rebroadcast retransmission or other use of the descriptions and accounts of this game without the express written consent of the western conference or krko radio is prohibited tonight's game was produced in studio by brandon hamilton we'll be with you next week we don't know what night either friday or saturday and we don't know who we'll see yet that's all to be decided by the WIAA seating committee, and that happens on Sunday. Thanks to our spotter, Alex Clausius, our statistician, Buddy Patrick. Chief meteorologist is Ted Beener reporting from Quill City Stadium in Marysville. Tonight's game brought to you by McLean Insurance in Silver Lake, the Buzz In Steakhouse, Hattrick Northwest, the Law Office of Russell and Hill, Mike Dixon, Farmers Insurance, Screen Printing Northwest, Hometown Handyman, Allstate Insurance Agent Brian Reed, Dale Wagner Law, by GSR Rental Monroe, Ace Hardware Stores in Lake Stevens, Everett, and Stanwood, Glass by Lund, the Snohomish County PUD, and by Erickson Furniture. Reminder, tomorrow night, the Everett Silvertips taking on the Spokane Chiefs. That's in Spokane at the Spokane Arena. 6.30 pregame, 7.05 faceoff right here on KRKO. Now for Joel Vincent and Steve Willett, I'm Tom Lafferty reminding you of tonight's final score from Veterans Memorial Stadium in Snohomish. The Glacier Peak Grizzlies 49, the Skyline Spartans 21. Good night, everybody.
Standing in the huddle, listening to the call. Fans going crazy for the boys of fall. They didn't let just anybody in that club. Took every ounce of heart and sweat and blood to get the wear those game day jerseys down the hall. Kings of the school, man, where the boys are fall. Well, let's turn and face the stars and stripes. It's
KRKO Everett, K237GN, AM 1380, and FM 95.3. Your music. James Taylor, Chicago. Beatles. Huey Lewis. Now, more of Everett's greatest hits. KRKO.